Ronin Geek Official Podcast is a proud member of the Fourth Hand Podcast Network. Check out this and many other great shows at fourthhand.com. Some cabbage rolls, if you're into that kind of stuff. I don't know how, I don't know Eastern European yeah, you people are, are, but yeah. Oh no, Rob! Your 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 family comes from like oh, yeah, Switzerland still, still or something. Like, what? Don't they? Isn't your family like Swiss origin or something? Austrian. Yeah, same same difference, right? <laughs> so one was one was you know involved in the war, and the other one very much wasn't. So I think uh, yeah, one of them one of them produced uh, the the main baddie of the war too. So <laughs> I won't say which one, but I think everybody remembers which. So <laughs> so that's why he's the villain here too. Yeah. 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 Adam is Adam is no longer the villain no, because no, 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 no. See, he supports the ridiculous jokes see, that, that I've been that's telling. That's ridiculous, though, because you got to realize that it's kind of like um, karma, right? You go negative so much in one direction, everything else has got to be great. So. <laughs> I like it. Okay, that's yeah. fair. You're just that's such fair. a monster that you know no, 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 no. you're the balancing somewhere happened. else the world is balancing. Monster came out already. Mm. Yeah. Good movie. Everybody was into it. Won an award, probably. Monster Ball? Uh, Monster's Ball. Just throwing that out there. You know, that's one thing I never thought about in Pacific Rim. I rewatched it. Never once did any of the creatures have genitalia. Mm. Right, they were, they were genetically engineered, though, just yeah. for combat, though. Uh-huh. So, you know, that yeah. actually makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, this yeah. isn't Pacific Rim job, okay? Like, you, don't, <laughs> you need to see genitalia on these creatures. There's got to be porn of that. That's... <laughs> Oh, I'm Absolutely sure. Absolutely, there is. That Absolutely joke has been made so many times. If there's not a Pacific Rim job out there, I'd be fucking surprised. Oh, for sure. I like that in the lore they call them kaiju. Like they call it a Japanese term for like large monster. Sure, I think the Japanese were like the first to identify it. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Oh, in in the in the in the, in the, the story, lore, right? yeah, they were the first one. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking like, why didn't they just call them? giant beasts or war beasts or and something like them. in English. Yeah, yeah, because oh, the Japanese came up with it first. Yep. So anyway, so that's that, guys. And <laughs> that was the preamble to episode 110 of Road Geek Official Podcast. Uh, very excited about this episode. We are going to cover the return of the Mandalorian. Finally, I'm so excited to get to talk about this and, oh, yeah. and uh, have a Star Wars-centric episode. And God damn, was it good. Oh, oh just Jesus! I watched it five times. I'm yeah, absolutely okay. in love with it. I think it. my my man. Actually, I think my favorite episode so far. I mine too. I, I mean, not just of this season, obviously. Of all, yeah, yeah. They they just nailed it, right? And there was so much cool stuff in there, just from a lore perspective and everything as well. Uh, big reveals in it, so we'll do a little bit of a spoiler cast on that one when we get to this it. This whole thing's gonna be a spoiler cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just uh, yeah. like like the last episode that has yet to be posted that's going to be called Raised by Spoilers. That will be the Raised by Spoilers section <laughs> of this podcast, because that's oh, not boy. something we have to do all the time, is Raised by Spoilers. Um, so yeah, that's that, and then got some news items. I know a uh, big news item that we'll get to is also about uh, a certain big game that got pushed again! So even after it went gold, which I've actually never heard of before. So w- w- once we get to it, though. So yeah. anyway, this is, this is Alex Austin, and in the room with me today we have um, plebeian candied up Adam. Woo! Sugar! And Rob. All right, and just Rob. Also on sugar, though. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, I'm always on sugar, so. True story, yeah. <laughs> Rob just, yes. like, right before showing up to the podcast, just snorts a line of sugar. I'm not eating any sugar right now because I'm already too sweet. Oh, my so. God. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I had a lot before this thing started, if you can't oh, tell. I actually, was... I actually want to stop eating 
fucking sugar. That was so hard for me not to use that as a segue into my first news story. Why what? What's your first news story? Okay. Wow, great segue. You, you, you need to die like Sean Connery. Oh, God, yeah, it's a problem. Get out. It's a problem. Get yeah. out. So, yeah, uh, first news article is a little sad one. Sean, Sean Connery has died at 90. Yeah, that does suck. Sean Connery. Uh, he's 90. It's expected. I mean, yeah, that's what sucks, but, though. Yeah, he has a long history, so good for him. Yeah. I mean, he made his mark on the world. Yeah. He's not going to be forgotten anytime soon. How you doing there, lass? First James Bond. Want to... Was he the first? Yeah. He was the first, yeah. yeah. Holy shit, I didn't know he was the first. Yeah, he was Dr. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Oh, okay, that's he was, news. He was news. the first to say, take off your panties. <laughs> <laughs> take off your panties there. See, so all I can that's, think about that's what James Bond is based on, basically. Yeah, women totally. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All I can think about is um, Indiana Jones. <laughs> yes. Last my Crusade. favorite role. Oh, yeah, that was. And yeah, one I of my agree. favorite movies Junior. of all time. Yeah, Junior. So, yeah, that's. Awesome, awesome movie. I wanted to watch it this weekend too after it happened. Aww. So just to just to pay him homage. I'll watch it this weekend, but uh absolutely one of the greatest movies ever made. So in, in my opinion. Last I Crusade. love Last Crusade. Yeah, Last absolutely Crusade fucking is, love that yeah. movie. And uh and it holds up so so much. It does. My God, what a what a movie. And uh uh-huh. was it, it that would have been Spielberg, right? Yeah. Yeah, Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, honestly, might be my favorite Spielberg film. Honestly. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I think it's so fucking brilliant. Yeah. Actually, and it, yeah. it encapsulates a lot of what he does very well, too, I think. The Last yeah. Crusade, I think, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, it's yeah, It's not my favorite. It is very close. For to me, it's, it's in my top three, I would say. Oh, like for Like, sure. individual films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely in my top ten. Yeah, yeah. my top ten. Yeah. And, and high up on my top ten, I'd say. So I'm glad we're all on the same page about Indiana Jones 3 being as good as it is. And I'm guessing we're all on the same page about Indiana Jones 4, the one that we've being disavowed. Being as good as it is? <laughs> yes. Obviously, yes. <laughs> that, that, that is a great complimentary sentence that is so loaded. <laughs> That's great. I gotta use that more often. I feel it's really as good, good about as that. it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's as good as it is. Yeah. <laughs> that should be our rating system from now on. Is it as good as it is, or is it better or worse? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's as good as it is. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, as you alluded to, Cyberpunk twenty seven seven did get delayed again to December. I think the only thing about this news that pisses me off. Is that they're like, okay, guys, we promise we won't do crunch. No crunch. Okay, guys, sorry. We did to meet crunch. the launch date, we got to do crunch. We're going to do crunch. We're going to delay. Like, you <laughs> fucking, you just, you made them useless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, what's really ridiculous about it is, once again, the death threats that came along with yeah. <laughs> with the news. Is that surprising? <laughs> people, not... people on our planet are psychotic. Like, there's, What the fuck? Like, well, you got to remember how many people there are. And then you go, yeah, but it's like a low percentage, right? It's like, yeah, but still fucking high number, guys. <laughs> How many people took time off work for this? Like, I took a vacation. I, that's what a, a lot of people did. Yeah, a lot of people booked time off, right? To play Cyberpunk. Nutsos. Yeah, and... Uh, I mean, hey, I'm going to do it now. I was just waiting to be closer to launch. <laughs> so I think um, the 11th? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really keep track. Yeah, yeah. So I, think I just December assume it's going to be Sometime again. that's not Christmas, so it's going to be really easy to book off. Yeah. So anyway, based on based on that piece of news, actually, I have decided to not go in on the PS5 this year. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I was kind of thinking like it'd be a fun game to kind of get day and date with uh, with PS5 when that comes out. Uh, however, you know what? Uh, I got to allocate the money elsewhere because I'm adulting, and also I already have a PS4 that works fine, yeah. and I can play Cyberpunk on that. It's not going to be like the greatest experience of all time for Cyberpunk. Obviously, PC. Why don't or, just get on Stadia? PS5. I'm also not going to buy Stadia, <laughs> so just just the game itself is going to cost me what ninety bucks. So, yeah, I mean Stadia is just monthly though. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll think about it though. Honestly, it depends it, what else. Honest, it depends might, what's free on there. It'll be the cheaper option. I mean, I just got a bunch of games free. Risk of Rain Two's on there. That already makes it worth it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll look into that as an option. Uh, That'd be nice. I will show you what I've gotten in yeah. the month to month, and I think that alone will. That'd be good. Maybe you. we should look at it for playing and watching. Yeah. Like I just mean, to I give can, a quick rundown just, of some of those pop titles. It open right now. And then and then we'll send we'll send Google the bill. So anyway, yeah. Go ahead and continue. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. There isn't much more to say on that. We all know it. Um, oh, as for the going gold, that it doesn't make any sense. We're not in an age where going gold means anything anymore. It doesn't matter. There's no hard disk. There's no, it's done. They're, con- they're constantly updating. The moment a game gets put live, there's almost always a day one patch. Yeah. Well, I think in this case, wasn't it like um, they decided to do printing specifically for a PS5 and Xbox One Sex? No, I think they just wanted to get more uh, like day one patch stuff done. Oh, okay, okay. I, think I, I, I thought it was a logistical issue. Could be, yeah. Could be tied to those ports. Yeah, I thought they it was a logistical issue. Exact it doesn't matter. Ultimately, yeah. it doesn't matter. At this point, we know the game's done. Everyone be happy that it's fucking coming out finally. Yeah, it's been delayed. Yes, we're all rolling our fucking collective eyes because we all want to play this fucking game. But it's it's done. It's fucking I'm actually done. kind of happy because I was worried that because I'm moving soon, right? Yeah. So I was worried that the game's going to come out and then I have no time to deal with it because I got to right. move. So now it's coming out after I've moved. Yes, exactly. And so it's this like, is great. This is great you. for me. You, you yeah. were worried that you were going to have a raging hard cyber boner that whole time. Yeah, I was going to have blue balls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't release it all. Yeah. Cyber balls. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to have cyber, cyber blue balls. <laughs> um, so another ex Blizzard employee group um, has decided to go off and do their things. So That's now. Three game companies that have come out of one. Crazy. However, this well, one... There, there was more before this all, but yeah. Well, three, ma- like from major, yes. like pre-owners and so on, like yeah. big guy, top dogs, not just like some... No, yeah, not just guys. Not just guys. Um, so this one is actually kind of... You know what? This one feels very who the person is and why people love this person. Oh, well, yeah. So Chris Metzen. Oh, you know who Chris Metzen is. No. I don't know who Alex does. Nope. You fucking played World of Warcraft and you don't know who Chris Metzen is. I mean, you really did not know anything outside the game. That's true. So Chris Metzen was one of the original. I don't want to. He's not a founder, but he's one of the original members of Blizzard. He voice okay. Acted, way back he when. Voice acted more than 50% of the characters, it feels like. Yeah. So back in the day when the company was first being made. I, I stand correct. I know exactly who this is. Oh, yeah. I just, yeah. I just looked him up. Yeah. But, fair yeah. enough. There you go. So if Alex fucking knows who he is, yeah, you so don't this guy know who is a pure is. soul. He's kind of a pure soul. I've always liked him when he did BlizzCons. He comes off as very genuine. He does, yes. So whether or not if he actually is to the public eye, he seems genuine. Yeah, yes. but he doesn't seem like he's, he's no. Been doing I know. This since well, day that, like one, like so. I said, he seems genuine. Yeah, like, but genuinely genuine. <laughs> yeah, he seems genuinely genuine. And so I guess when he retired, he retired from Blizzard. He went and just did like War uh, Warhammer 40k with his buddies. Yeah. So he, with one of his buddies, I guess he so he put out this video and then he describes this journey of how he came to do this. Oh, I, oh, I gotta, I gotta watch that. Yeah, you should. It's pure, it's it, pure fun. It looks like two friends you, just kind of. You should just link other. that this shit one to, to the Discord. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That looks good. Can you, I'll check it out. Okay. I'll have to link it. Yeah, and uh, so he, he was just kind of like, hey, they used to just play 40k in Chris's house. Yeah. And then what happened is Chris had a kid. I guess fairly recently, an older guy to have a kid. But yeah, four or five years ago, he had well, a kid. I mean, he's got the money. Yeah, he's got the money, but just he's fairly old. To <laughs> yeah, be honest, yeah, money now. buys lots of children. <laughs> yeah. So I guess he's like, hey, we can't do 40K and be yelling. And literally in the meeting, he's like, it's kind of hard to be sitting there playing 40K and yelling at each other about how to interpret a rule set when you've got a kid sitting upstairs. Yeah. 
So they moved it to the other guy's house and put it in his garage. Sure. And it just grew into this massive thing. They said people show up constantly. They're up to like yeah. 15 people. And that guy was like, I can't keep putting these people in my garage. My wife's getting pissed off at me. Yeah. So let's, we've got the money because, you know, they're both. They, I mean, I'm sure all, him and all of his friends are, are doing fine. Well, his friend is the VP of, was the VP of quality at Blizzard. Oh. Yeah. So they're doing just I mean, fine. I mean. Yeah. They're retired. They're make, they made bank. <laughs> yeah. I can tell that he retired. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm aware that the quality fucking plummeted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to fucking tell me. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> the guy who made bank got out. I got it. Yep. <laughs> So they, he just went, well, let's just go buy our own like physical space and we'll just play there and it's not at our Makes sense. house. I would love to do that, by the way. Oh, that would, that's like one of the things I like, like you know, after like, when I make it, if I make it, uh, <laughs> I would love to do that. I agree. And I guess that's one of the buddies was suggested that and he's like, yeah, no, that's like that's like the nerd dream. Yeah. Of course we're going to do this. Let's do this. Yeah. So they did it and it just grew and grew and grew and they have people now, they basically have like a gaming it's center. A, it's a community space, yeah. It's a community it's exactly space what for Warhammer, for D&D, everything, everything that they love, all the, the tabletop like, games. The, 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 oh my God, that's amazing. That I didn't even know that this happened no. because like in my mind, that's something I've been wanting to do is a community space for like gamers and nerds and shit like that because we don't have a community space no we don't the closest thing we have is like cg realms and yeah but those are stores yeah they are stores. it's not a community space there should be a community space They're usually one in the t- one in the same but there's like community spaces for fucking everything well i, I think i think oh, I see what you're saying, like a ymca well yeah like, not, but yeah sure but i mean like you know more ca- catering to actual gamers yes, yeah and not like eye rolly gamers like the a gaming space for nerds and shit like yep. that. It's yep. it's coming. I, I think because of COVID and, and social distancing and all of this, I think not not just stuff like this, but all construction revolving around anything to do with people yeah. is is going to be completely revolutionized in the next couple of years. Sure. I think you know footprints are going to be much larger of places and I think there's going to be more spaces like what you're talking about to keep people, you know, socially distanced to an extent, but also open up more to more be, uses. If if there isn't something in the next couple of years, I almost guarantee you I'm going to be starting it. I'm I'm all in on that. So you well, let I me figured, know when. I figured you guys would be interested. So I, I, dude, I'm perpetually you know. in startup mode now. So you just <laughs> no, you tell me what you're making. There, a couple years yet. So just like hold on. Wait. So him and his friend. Welcome to be- startup, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> after doing all of this, after having all these people over, I guess Chris Metzen just kind of was like, oh, I like creating worlds. I like creating content for things. Like he yeah. just he fell in love again, right? Because he was no longer being drained by. Activision Blizzard. <laughs> well, I mean, like, at the same time, though, like you have to think of it this way, right? And I think that this is true. Like, think of like my father. Not to get into detail about that, but like did the same thing. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. There, there's a thing that when you love something and you do it a lot, it gets to a certain point where you burn out. You just yeah. burn out. Mm-hmm. So then you and most people don't realize that they need to take a break because they're so involved in what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. They don't actually ever take a vacation. Not really. Like even if you're gone for a week, that's not actually a vacation. If you if you're in that high capacity mode, yeah, you need a month long at least vacation. And yeah. I think that when you get to about the six month mark, yeah, you're recharged fully. And at that point, you start looking for things to do again. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sometimes it probably takes longer for some people, sure. But I mean, especially if you had a kid, of course, that's good. He had a kid. Yeah, he was yeah. hosting this, you know, this party right, yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. But I guess it so. just sort of dawned on him and this other guy that they, his group of friends, that they went, oh, we just kind of want to create stuff. So they have started a tabletop game development company. Yeah. Hell so yeah. they're going to make tabletop games. Good. Um, and called good War people Chief do Gaming. It. Yeah, I laughed when I saw that name. Yeah, I was like, "That's cute. That's cute." It, cute. No, it's, it makes sense though. It's like that is if anyone's gonna call himself a War Chief, it, yeah, it has to be like Metson. Should, yeah. should be, should be, that, yeah. yeah, should be Metson. So I think it's just a pure 
I feel it's like it's more pure than even the other two companies that were made for the other Blizzard employees. And that's the thing, Ray, is all of the, all of us nerds, like especially the like older generation, the generation that mm. precedes us, um, they, they're getting to the point now where they are they've they're coming into money, so these things are going to start cropping up. Yeah. So like a lot of the things, like and Alex kind of alluded to it earlier, is that like a lot of the nerd money is is starting to be shared. Yes. And and that and that's awesome because that it legitimizes us as a community too but not even just legitimizes us because i mean we're obviously a fucking community you can't go anywhere and slap by fucking game advertisement yeah but yeah. like you know like it it brings it together in a in a, i think a healthier way as opposed yeah. to like being constantly toxic because everyone's always offline having some spaces to come together kind of mends that yeah i completely agree so it just it felt pure for the first time i looked at it and went yeah. oh i kind of I'm gonna support this company. That's yeah, cool. Like, yeah, pure. No, I, are they, they going to take a project to Kickstarter or anything? I don't think they nope, will. They didn't announce anything. I don't. But I don't think they will do Kickstarter because I think that they've got the money. They got the capital. Yeah. 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 They probably do. Or or and, they know the people who can give them the capital. And so, I don't think yeah. that they want to do. I mean, Kickstarter you still have a lot of control with because sure. Kickstarter. But I mean, like I don't know. At the same time, I feel like that it's probably not the way they go. They might. They might. Yeah. yeah. They might. Yeah. They didn't have anything to announce. I think they just kind of want to put out a video just to get things moving. Yeah. Uh, so Shadow of War. The internet, uh, this movie's sad. Yeah, the internet features, so all the connected stuff is being discontinued. I'm kind of annoyed. December 31st because hmm. we haven't really gotten into the. No, we probably three... won't because we played so many games. It's yeah. over three years old. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's over yeah, three yeah, years yeah. old. So huh. it's just sad. Seems too soon, but I just I wish that there was a way to then do like a peer to peer thing with like your friends. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. No, unfortunately well, not. But I think they just went. No one's playing it. Not that many people are. playing Oh, I'm it sure they have the stats, so. and I'm sure that that's true. I'm yeah. sure that that's true. Speaking of Shadow of War, nice little shout out for our friends at Hidden Human Experience. So I guessed it on their show two two days ago, multiple days ago. Oh days ago and it was like in the middle of a day like in an afternoon anyway so i hopped on and uh, i told the story of uh the, the in-depth story the full-length story about the shadow of war the the troll that kept coming back oh yeah uh, even oh, after the yeah. guy deleted the save file and it came yes. back in its previous form so because it kind of it was kind of cool because it was a talk that touched on you know ai and rogue ai and all this stuff as well we yeah. had a blast with it and, and nice. then we spent some time talking about all of the absurd ridiculous ways in which ai might manifest to destroy humanity and we came up with some fucked up ideas so oh, i wish i was a part of that conversation yeah that's a that's it, a that's a turned, conversation that we have all the time it turned <laughs> It turned out to be a pretty damn good conversation. So anyway, that'll be on this week's episode of Inhuman Experience. I'll, I'll run their ad on this episode yeah. right around here. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I would have loved it. I'm, I'm kind of upset you didn't tell oh, me. Oh, it'll happen again. I, I honestly didn't. Like, I, I went to Gust, and before it I was done just, uh, This uh, is why community space, that we can all have our podcast there. you there. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it was just like you just showed up on their show, basically? Yeah, but uh, nice. but but thank you, thank you, uh, uh, Bobby Blaze and Bobby Anthem for having me on. So we had a very very nice time Bobby chatting Flay. with you, gentlemen, and Bobby Flay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Path of Exile expansion. I think I made an uh, allusion to this last time, or at some point in our conversation. The Path of Exile has an expansion that was supposed to launch at the same time as the new Cyber. 20, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 December launch, and they went, yeah, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. They straight up were, they straight up just went, nope, we are not launching it. We are getting out of 2077. Get out! <laughs> yeah, they all just scattered. There's so but many. Then, uh, yeah, after dude. they said that, like a couple other companies, a couple other too. companies did that. Everspace two, they went and got rid of their early access. They're like, nope, everyone just got out of the way. Yeah, it's hilarious. But wow. it's such a big game that. Openly, people are like, "No, we're not. We're not even going to challenge." That's this. what I'm we're talking out. about with the coming. It's going to happen. 
So the cyberbot coming is gonna get fucking come oh. all over you and everybody. Oh, by the way, <laughs> it's be you, ridiculous. Did you hear that the they've actually taken the multi? They had the idea that they might do multiplayer as a DLC for Cyberpunk. They're not doing that anymore. Good, right? They're doing it as a standalone game. Oh my god! Uh-huh. It'll come out in 2022. Remember that? Remember when we did the? Remember we did the bit yeah, about the the Cyberpunk? Like the people ripping on Cyberpunk, and the first one was like, "I was gonna get this, but it have multiplayer, so I'm getting yeah. Call of Duty instead." Oh, yeah. Like this, yeah. yeah, Fuck you! This game isn't about multiplayer. But, no, in, but anyway, yeah, well, in your face, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, though, like, all of the mechanics that are going in the single player that are multiplayer, like, viable, look good. Yeah. So, like, the idea of having some multiplayer in Cyberpunk seems like a lot of fun. So them making it as a standalone, I'm completely behind that. Yeah, that sure. would be sweet. Yeah, Especially no, that, if there's I like think, vehicular I think that's a better way too. to go. Release your single player experience, and then like a year later or whatever, release your multiplayer experience. Yep. Because at that point, everyone's played it, and then everyone will remember all the good times, and then it'll bridge the gap to your next single player experience. Yep, that's fine by me. Uh, so Halo Infinite, which was already once delayed like everything else, yep, yep, 2020 yep. to 2021, has lost its second creative director. Ooh. Oh, second one. Second. That's not good. Ooh. Yeah, not not great news on that one. That sounds like uh, we're gonna get Star Wars director syndrome. Uh, it sounds like we're gonna get Anthem because Anthem went through a lot. Of well, Anthem yeah. had a lot of other problems. True, it did. Um, but a symptom of that was it went through a lot of. You're directors. right. You're right. So we don't know. Well, so did Andromeda. So did oh Andromeda. Oh my god, Andromeda's story is. Oh, scary. Yeah, that one's a scary one. It, ma- it makes me look fondly on fucking Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, was it that bad? Oh, my God. You not read that story? No. Oh, my I fucking love, I God. I love that story. Yeah. Dude, read that story. Randy Pitchford is real son of a bitch, man. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> okay, Jesus. you have to link it to me or something. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll try and find it. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a Kotaku version of it. I've got to find it. But like, okay. I've, I've read this. like. Effective because the story's the same, no matter where you get it from. But I've read a couple different iterations of it. Okay, so it's that much of a shit show, eh? Oh, it's. I mean, the game didn't release for like over twelve years, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's bad. <laughs> oh, brutal! I can't remember how many times they changed engines alone. Oh, oh you can't do that. Oh yeah, I you remember can it because was... I can tell you why you can because Duke Nukem Forever definitely did. I, I I still worked as a manager at GameStop when I came out. And I remember that was one of the first games that came out where the company had to take a good hard look at like what a new game return policy would actually look like. Yeah. So because the the flood of people trying to return the game was was quite high. And back then we would do like, you know, one-off situations where like, oh, it's defective. You just have to get a different game today. But this one's defective, so you can't really use it. And we'd send it back as defective or whatever, right? Huh. So just to take care of our good customers. But I remember with that one, it was like, we've done this a lot. Like, I don't know if we can really do it that much We're anymore. We're not making money on yeah. this. <laughs> well, the, the other thing, too, that to remember is that when Gearbox kind of acquired it, I don't even think it was to necessarily recoup costs because Gearbox was like, you know, this game's a shit show. We're just trying to put it out at this point. Yeah. And they did. And I think, like, for the people who were really excited for Duke Nukem, they already knew this was going to be a shit show. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the people who were in it, Already knew they're like, but, but we're, Randy, we're already like we're we're in the eye of the shit at this point. We're going back through the peanut wall, like like <laughs> it's gonna happen. We've accepted like, the shit. Anybody else that didn't know that and then saw Duke Nukem is like, ooh yay, and bought it. Of course, they'd return the game. But yeah. then, but then Randy Pitchford along the way was also like, "This game's gonna be amazing. You're not gonna believe it." And he was still riding high on the success of Borderlands One at that point, right? Yeah. So the trouble was, it was also oversold 
to the community. Yes. Even even the people who knew that it would probably not turn out to be a great game, it was even oversold to them. This thing should have honestly been like a $20 downloadable content kind of game, and they yeah. sold it as a fully-fledged title. The game that could have been. like how the, Did you see the, the release that they did for Golden Axe 2? Do you remember Golden Axe? That's, isn't that like an old strategy game? No, Golden no, Axe was a, 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 beat, em a, a beat em up platform or kind of thing. Like you had like it was like Conan the Barbarian style. Yeah, you had uh, a, it's been way too long. I don't yeah, remember. Okay, that. you so, had a Conan. You had like a, a Red Red Sonia. You had like yeah, a little like a, elf guy. Yeah, a bunch of like random shitty characters. But anyway, like it was a great game. So there was a second game that was in development, never got finished. Huh. Right? They just somebody just I think it was Steam just released it, but on the page it says. This game is not finished. Oh, so someone didn't even finish the code. They just went, release it, whatever. No. Well, yeah, that was because everyone was asking for it. Because everyone's like, can we get a copy of this? And they're like, we don't have a way of doing it. So, like, somebody's like releasing it. But, like, well, there, there, were, there were multiple Golden Axes, though. So this must have been like, just oh, it's like a whole... story. It was, a, it was a 3D version of it. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, it looks like garbage. Um, <laughs> but, like, but, like, they're, they're fully upfront about it when they're selling it. They're like, hey, Dude, look. how it. much? It was like ten bucks or something oh, okay. like that, Fair. and they're like, "Look, this this game is the game that could have been, and it's advertised." Oh, it was way. a follow up to Golden X Beast Rider from That's Xbox it. 360 days. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. this game. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was so, it was by Sega, so it would have been Sega working on the sequel title, likely. Yeah. And then, for whatever reason, it was abandoned. But yeah, that's interesting. I never heard that. Yeah. So, huh. but you're, you're seeing it now, though, right? You just looked it up. Well, I'm just I'm looking at the the, oh, uh, the, the one that actually. Anyway, came I'll out. find yeah. it. Either that, or I had like this really crazy fever dream where this happened. <laughs> the daily dream. Yeah. So, um, this one's kind of a mind twister, and it took me a while to process it. But Bravely Default Two, the sequel to Bravely Default on 3DS for Switch. Has been delayed. Not a big deal. The only reason I'm wait. What did you say was delayed? Bravely Default Two oh, for okay. the Switch. Gotcha. Which, by the way, I'm suggesting you play when it comes out. Yeah. Bravely Default was one of my favorite games on the 3DS. Yes. No. 100. percent Oh yeah. Really quick though, just to just to say, I played the whole series. Oh okay. <laughs> so so no hold on. So Bravely Default Two. And, and this is where you need to listen to this one. Bravely Default Two, the sequel to the Bravely Default on 3DS for the Switch, has been delayed. Not to be confused with Bravely Second and Layer, the sequel to Bravely Default, to Bravely on, 3D Default. <laughs> to Bravely Default on 3DS for the 3DS. Don't don't confuse yeah. them. Don't confuse them. When I read that, I was they like... Are, I had to reread that. I was like, what? <laughs> I read it, and I'm like... Because I knew about this game when I first read about Bravely Default yeah. 2. They're like, oh, the sequel to Bravely Default. I'm like, but there already was a sequel to Bravely they're literally, Default. They're literally rebooting this series... In the middle of the series. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice. I didn't see what it was about. I just, I was very confused. Like, I, I think a portion what? of it is just, uh, so on the 3DS versions, there's, the characters are very chibi and cutesy. Yes. And, and and I know that there was some blowback on that because there's some mature situations that are handled amongst those yeah, characters in the play, games I, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think, honestly, they're probably going to take it back to the drawing board and make it more of a mature looking JRPG to, oh, okay. so at least to avoid some of that. Because if like the characters are actually like, Looking like adults or something, I, I don't think people have much of an issue with it, you know. But I think the chibi ones, people take issue with now. I didn't have a problem with it. They look like kids. I mean, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it. I obviously love the games. No, they're amazing. I, I love those games. Yeah, I didn't play the second one. Uh, if for JRPG gamers who crave class systems, so similar to like maybe yeah. Final Fantasy three or five, I, I think this one's going to be right up your alley. So yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. 
yep. really quick. Uh, and thanks to NintendoLife.com for, for straightening this out in my mind. What is uh, it? So the Golden Axe game yeah, yeah. Is, was released because it's the 60th anniversary of Sega. So Sega released it. Okay. And it's actually, they renamed it Golden Axed. Oh, like the axe that's the Golden axed colon a canceled prototype. Yeah, that's the that's the title. That's I'm seeing title. Here. Here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you can you can get it though. That's, that's amazing. amazing. You know, yeah. I give them credit for just being like, hey, listen, we got no. This wait, wait, wait. Works, but... Sorry, it only it released a limited one day release on Steam. Oh shit! On I October eighteenth, twenty twenty. Oh, I didn't know. So it may be gone forever. No, nah, it's, it's it's archived. At forever. This point. If, if anybody, yeah. if anybody forever. bought it, we got <laughs> Sandlot yeah. shout out here <laughs> for the oldies. Either way, they'll probably uh, re-release it because at that point you're just going to be not making sales. So like, just do it. <laughs> yeah, you might as well because even that's a few bucks here and there. I love yeah. the character descriptions. So, Axe Battler is a barbarian hero. Uses a claymore while wearing a loincloth and blue boots, as well as iron bracers and a gorget. But then you get to the the girl, like the girl barbarian, mm-hmm. and it's like Tyrus Flair is an Amazon who wields a cinqueta type sword while wearing a chainmail bikini. <laughs> like I love these chainmail bikini. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know if that's lifted oh, from the book or not. It's like it's that old age of like fantasy mentality. It makes style. no fucking sense. Oof. So finally, because uh, apparently news is, news is basically just, look, 2077 got delayed and everything else got out of its way. Um, <laughs> but Sony is giving away adapters. So the, for those of you who got PS4 VR yeah. and you're like, fuck, what am I going to do with PS5? Sony, you can go to a website and you can get these adapters. The main problem is you're the camera, the PS camera is what's used to sense your headset. Yeah. It's what identifies your headset and tracks your headset. Well, it doesn't plug into the PS5, or it can't work with the PS5. Yeah. So everyone's like, what the fuck? So Sony put out, you can go to their website, you can get one for yourself for free. They're putting out adapters that will allow you to adapt that camera to the PS5. Which, doing it for free, awesome move, Sony. Yeah. Awesome move, Sony. Like, that's great, though, because they're trying to they're trying to keep alive the idea of VR. Yes. Right? Well, they're saying, because hey, you paid for the super... I would be super pissed off. Yeah, if you, if, had, if you were being forced to buy... If I paid for the super expensive yeah. hardware, and now that you've mm-hmm. changed, con, uh, you know, changed hardware on me, I have to buy it all over again? Fuck you. That's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, this is the right move. It is. It is the right bo- move, both economically and morally. Yeah. Which I support. Yep. Yay, Sony! <laughs> Yay, they did it good. Yeah, they did. No, it's no, it's no. That, I think that that's great. I think that as a PR move, it's smart. Yep. As I'm, a move, I'm just general. really impressed that you guys are speaking positively about Sony. I know. Very <laughs> hey, you know, if you don't, if you're not a piece of shit, we don't fucking get <laughs> mad at you. Yeah. It's fucking shocking, right? This is pa- <laughs> this is Pavlovian response. They do a good thing. We reward them and give them meat and True. food. True. This way, the next time they think about doing something good, they salivate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. We need that positive feedback from Rona Geek Official Podcast. That's what we really need, everybody. Oh, yeah. Let's keep this shit afloat. Uh, <laughs> so, so that's it. Yeah, and that, that pretty much covers my news, news items as well. So I think I think that's all the sailing and stuff for this week. Uh, anything we're missing? I did hear that um, Wonder Woman is still on track for its December 25th release date. 
So yeah, that's I still didn't happening. consider that newsworthy. So no, no, but they they were asked. They were they were asked point blank. You know, Warner Brothers Studios like, is that is that really? Are you gonna the thing? And they're like, oh yeah, we're still doing the thing. And then so that's gonna happen now. So everybody can be very excited about that. Are they doing a digital release alongside their? There was talk of that. There was talk of that. So, but I I don't know exactly. Like everybody's changing gears on that. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know what platform that would be on because they would want. Some sort of payment up front for that. Maybe Amazon they could partner the problem, with or something. Amazon, Amazon would probably make sense, but it would probably be uh, Netflix. I think a part of the problem I have is there's a lot of people sitting here going, DC oh, you can't do a digital release. Look at what happened to Mulan. And you're like, no, no, you're misunderstanding. The issue wasn't it was on digital release and we had to pay for it. The issue was it was a shit fucking movie. Well, Mulan, <laughs> and, and Mulan it was failed. released with a premium cost. That was re- absurd. Yeah, Mulan, yeah. Absurd Mulan failed to find cost. an audience. That was its problem. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think I don't think it was anything else other than that. I think it was a, a problem with the marketing of the film. Uh, I think they did a, a, a poor job of pulling in the audience they needed into Rob's point. Yeah, it was way fucking overpriced for something you watch at home. Like, yeah. sorry. How much was it? It was $35 Canadian. Yeah, on top of your actual fucking subscription. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, I guess maybe they thought that like, oh, this is what the average family of four would spend on tickets or something. And I don't know. And then they reduced it by a bit, and then they're like, here you go. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, like, that, that's a fucking favor. Yeah, see, that's no, a problem. Yeah. For someone like me, who I'm going to be the only one watching it in my household, that's overpriced. Yeah. and on For top- 10 bucks, I might have done it. Yeah, I might yeah. have done it too. Yeah, I actually I probably would have. Yeah, for ten. I bucks. probably fucking would have. I guarantee you, nobody would have given a fuck if they yeah. said that. But here's the thing: they should have, though, because you're already paying for a subscription to True. get your content, and True. you're being a dick about it. Yeah, I mean, if at the end of the day, it comes around like I don't know nine months later, and they just release it to everybody on Disney Plus, then I'm like, okay. Fine. Mm, no. See, they can. Oh, to me, they can only do that access. if they told you they were going to do that ahead of time. This way, you can be like, "Hey, listen." I thought they did though. Uh, I thought I thought they they did say ahead of time. No, if they if they said, "Hey, you you can pay thirty dollars and get this movie now and watch it right now," or you can wait half a year and get it for free as a part of our service six months from now. I think they did say that though. I think that was said somewhere. Okay. I don't know for a fact though. I don't so. mind saying that because at that point I'm making the decision of do I want to see it soon or what can I wait? Because I remember being very calm about it because I read something like t- to that thing. So either I read like it was just speculation or I don't know. But like it's been so long and I don't give a fuck so why would I retain that knowledge? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and neither do I. Yep. I don't know about this man. It seems wrong. Dude. Don't even worry about it. I mean, I've got it all figured out. We'll have him back before John and Brent even know he's gone. Everything's going to be okay. All right, man? Let's just start the promo and get it over with. What are you two jackasses doing? The Inhuman Experience is a weekly, not-so-typical paranormal nerdcast where we attempt to explore the strange and the unexplained. And we borrowed Conspiracy Bot in the hopes that some of that Hysteria 51 juju would rub off on us. But boy, were we mistaken. I thought nerds were smart. You guys are two of the dumbest meat sacks I've ever had the displeasure of conversing with. See? That's why I don't like robots. Racist. I will poke out your good eye. Blades, get him. Listen, my name is Bobby Anthem. His name is Bobby Blades. We are the Inhuman Experience. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, I don't know, Commodore 64, Easy Bake Oven, pretty much wherever you're hearing this right now. Whatever. I can't believe John and Brent let these two jackasses on fourth hand. 
So anyway, sorry, what were we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> uh, I guess we can get into uh, the feature area here, which is going to be Mandalorian season two, episode one, or as it is wont to be called, episode nine of the Mandalorian. So if they're going in sequential order, which they are, and I yeah, believe it's called the Marshall. Yeah, it is called the Marshall. Yes, Marshall. This is now returning. Well, it's probably eleven months since the last season ended. So they've too managed long. to yeah, too long. They've but, managed but under a year, so good job. Yeah, and they've managed to do it all during the age of COVID, which is also very impressive. Yeah. And uh and to some extent, right off the first, you know, right off the bat, you can tell that the scope of what they've done really hasn't taken a hit at all. It still feels like this big, massive, sweeping it, epic taking place. I think it improved. I think uh, it oh, absolutely, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and I think the first episode basically took everything that works so well in, in season one, in, in, including the action and you know Baby Yoda and cool you know yeah. locales with the Star Wars they, universe. And, I'm glad they went the way they did because I felt like um, the start of Mandalorian felt like a western, and then yeah. by the time we got to the end, it felt more like a action drama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this episode, to me, there were literal times when I'm watching the scene, and all I can think in my head is, wah, wah, yeah, wah. totally. He's walking in the uh, in the tavern or whatever you the want to call it, the bar, and he's yeah. got the uh, the canteen. And he's got like you can hear it. He doesn't have boots with the, um, but it's you can hear the spur sounds. You yeah. can hear the spur sounds because he's got armor. like it's, it's his armor, armor and stuff yeah. like that. And I love that. They're like, yes. no, no, he doesn't have spurs because why would you? But but, but they still you, make the you sound have metal. Yeah. You have metal, and I'm like, oh my god, that is so beautiful. It was, it they, was, a, it was a nice sound thing, and I picked up on it too. Actually, I really appreciated it. Uh, so they did go full western again, which is really nice yeah. to see, and yes. and I think the setting worked perfectly for it because they went back to Tatooine, so the the perennial planet that we keep visiting within the Star Wars universe in in every version of Star Wars that there's ever been it feels like and what was really cool about that is Mandalorian treats these locations and these locales and the people in these locales like with a lot of respect and a lot of regard right so here we had you know the man uh, the Mandalorian showing up to Tatooine we'll, we'll cover what happened before that which was also pretty cool first yeah. uh, maybe in a, in a couple minutes but uh, the thing that I really 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 appreciated about this episode and, and much of what Mandalorian does is taking its time with characters and places that the other content has not or even with characters who have really been like sort of typecast as like kind of enemy type characters mm-hmm. uh, like the tribal sand people yes. of Tatooine so it turns out that they're actually like they're, they're a tribe and they have a culture they're not all evil they're not all slavers they're just brutal which he yeah. admits to which I thought was but, awesome but but the dune sea is it not also brutal yeah <laughs> so, well, no, which it, they I mean, say the show well, that's but, true though right yeah, yeah. Like, the, the location definitely makes the people exactly and, yes yeah, and, yeah. and I think that's true and everywhere. it was just it was so cool because uh, Mando in season one there was a brief interaction with Sam people on his first trip to Tatooine so where they kind of did the fake out you know Boba Fett reveal at the end right and now he's back on Tatooine and not only is he interacting with them you actually hear him speaking whatever the language is that Sam people speak Sam Sam people ease and he's doing the sign language along with it right I gotta ask a question to Rob Sam people Uh, are they really just human or some like are they very humanoid they're they're uh, human like so like uh, you know how there's like what a are lot they of... hiding under the masks? What's the masks? What's what's the story here? Uh, it's they're um they're retaining they're moisture retaining masks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like their whole getup is moisture retention. But they're ultimately human. Like they have two eyes and their yeah, and, and they mouth. actually have a bit of tech too. Not like not nothing super advanced, but they've got like water reclamation tech mm-hmm. okay. and stuff like that that people don't see because it's built into their suit. Do we are there any pictures of a sand person without the? Uh, there's a couple concept images online, but nothing. It's all legends material. At this got point. it. Um, ultimately, they look very similar to humans, but with some notable differences. I thought in the they looked like. Structure. I thought yeah. they looked like. Um, 
They're kind of like, like more like hair, like hair on their faces or something. No, like no, they're Jawas close. Or... No, they're closer to mollusks, I think. Oh, okay, I yeah. got you. I got you. They've got that kind of like almost like watery reptilian look. If oh, you know what I mean. okay, okay, yeah, interesting. Um, but but obviously, so water retention is huge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, but it, it was just really good seeing him cast in you know a light that wasn't just oh these are just terrible tribal slaving assholes, right? So no, they're actual like people, and they have. <laughs> yeah. Wants and needs and desires, just like anyone. You they, know what I mean, including they, peace. In this, they're case. gonna feel a lot more relatable when you go watch Dune when that comes out. Okay, fair enough. Seriously, fair enough. Seriously, yeah, yeah. they really will. Uh, so yeah, make sure to check out Dune too when it comes out next. Oh year. Oh my god, you kidding me? I'm not gonna shut up. Um, yeah, that, that'll be great. It'll yeah. be awesome for. So in the first scene, raised by spoilers. I didn't know the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know the guy. Um, the guy he met in the first scene that double crossed Mando in like the. I don't know the wrestling scene, the fucking pig people. Yeah, we gotta scene. talk about the, this. the Gamorrean fight scene. Yeah, yeah that was. So I'm sorry, good. but the Gamorrean fight scene was the fighting was just sad. But that's clearly how Gamor- was, that's how Gamorreans are, right? Yeah, that's the best part. Is I, I recognize it. First of all, it's just a bunch of dudes in really, really big, heavy, large, fucking cumbersome suits. Suits. Yeah. And that's With how they played off. Giant but they're wielding prop yeah. axes. But they're wielding like the axes are supposed to be like 150 pounds that they're wielding. Well, they're like yeah, they're vibro axes, right? Yeah. They're massive. Yeah, vibro is that axes. what they are supposed oh, to be? Yeah. Oh, well, you can see the vibrations if you look closely. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I when they get near each other, they glance off each other. Right? Well, no, those are actually personal shields. But yes, interesting. In no way do they do they do I feel threatened by those people by those people because they're just so slow and cumbersome they're, even if they've got the most powerful weighted axe it's like, it, I it only takes one it. hit buddy it, it only takes that, one hit with one and, of those and that's the thing Gamorians, they're slow and they're stupid they're not all that stupid but most of them are um, but here's the thing they don't go down except for in and, one shot apparently or if they're eaten by Rancor norm, <laughs> normally, normally they're a little more armored up they're, they're tribal and they're supposed to be very loyal so like they're like supposed they're like kind of like the go to guards next to like Klatuinians, <coughs> but uh, that's a whole nother fucking legend. That's story. hilarious. Yeah. So what was so where did it, where did that actually take place? I don't know. That Doesn't wasn't on. Matter. Where did Twi'let come from? Ryloth. They, they that wasn't Ryloth? Ryloth. No. Okay. No, it was just some random planet. Yeah, because the f- the yeah. first person they meet up with happens to be a Twi'lek. That's what I was asking. So I, that I, was it apparently looked apparently like... played by John Leguizamo, eh? Yeah, the little Cyclops guy. Yeah, yeah I yeah. didn't recognize yeah. him at all. Me neither. I, I didn't Not know until I looked voice. up the credits. Nice. So did they did a great job with that character, though. Like, it, it looked very convincing. So and he did a lot of side-eye glances, too, with his one eye. Like, it was just, it was really cool the way yeah. they did that. Yeah, did they confirm uh, the actual race name? Because it looks like Abyss, but I'm not sure. No, not that I've seen. Like, BYS. Not that I, I was actually reading up earlier to try and find out what stuff has been confirmed and what hasn't, but I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be interested to know. Anyway, yeah, I'm also not sure what planet that was supposed like, to be, which I'd I think be that's curious good about. though. I think that's good. I think that the the nondescript locales should just be unnamed planets because you have to realize, like in the Star Wars universe, there are so many fucking populated yeah. planets. They don't need the, the important part. Isn't the planet they're on? No, naming that was, Tatooine it, I think is important because it's Tatooine. It's Everyone iconic. knows Tatooine. Yeah, but naming this other planet it, that's not the point. Though that planet, what I will say, whatever the fuck those creatures are in the shadows that can't go in light. Yeah. Awesome. That was yeah. cool. the idea that the, there's a city out there that has such a wildlife problem. Yeah. But like their solution is just don't go out of the light. You'll be yeah. Fine. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, that is like the worst fucking defense we have. Well, there was. <laughs> if there's a power outage, you're fucked. What it reminded it, it me of amazing. is I think I did it with you in Pathfinder. There was. The uh, Shadow Beasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Council, Council of Thieves. Council of Thieves. The first, the first 
time in which you're playing the game, you're chased by these shadow beasts. That, like the government, you, you're not supposed to know the government puts them out to haunt. Spoil, hunt spoilers you. for an adventure path. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that's like 20 that's like, years, yeah, it's like it's 10, 10 to 15 years this old. This is raised by spoilers, so yeah. they should know. And there's these shadow creatures that like have a hard time in the light and yes. they're chasing you and you get chased to your little secret hideout or whatever. And they're sent by the government. And they're never mentioned ever again in the whole adventure path. Huh. Yeah. But they kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, That's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to bring up that AP. That's just weird. But yeah, no, I, it's exactly what I thought of, too, when I saw that. I was and, like, and oh, what, shit, it's like from those things from... Yeah. Castle and what a badass move for him to be like, you won't die by my hand. And then he strings him up and shoots out the light, and those things attack him and kill him. Uh, the, wasn't he didn't die, die by, by his hand. hand. He's like, that wasn't the deal. And yeah, then yeah. He, yeah. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. Oh. So I, I really enjoyed the thought of felt, him getting ripped to shreds. To be, It was cool, but at the same time, it didn't necessarily feel very Mando at the same time. But I mean, I guess the guy did try to fuck over. The guy's a piece of shit. Time, yeah, he tried so, to kill yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. He literally said, "I'm going to peel the armor off your dead body if you don't give it to me." So yeah, he did. He did allude that he did it to other Mandalorians. I think too. what that scene does is there's a very common scene in a lot of movies. And one thing they did a good job. It was a kind of a re-reminder of how badass he is. Yeah. yeah. So that every other time in the series now, where something challenges him you realize how hard that challenge is because you have to compare it to this guy that just took out an entire squad of probably some of the best thugs in, that, thugs in, that area. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. area, and he just handed it to them. Yeah. And now, so every single time he challenges up against someone who is equal to him, it's like, oh, no, that guy's a badass. And, and those yeah. skills come into handy on Tatooine when he has to take on an entire crate dragon, which turns yeah. out to be... They changed that, too. Quite a, what, what did they change? The crate dragon. No. They didn't look like that originally. No, they, if you remember in episode four when they're walking through the desert and they show the bones out there, it was that big. But the thing is, though, that the crate... No, no, no. It was big. Oh, crate dragons have always been big, but they yeah. used to look like giant iguanas. Oh, really? Like they four look like... They used to look like um, Komodo dragons. Yeah. You're not thinking yeah. of dubaks, are you? No. No, I... What the fuck? No, you think I'd make that mistake? I had to ask the question. <laughs> I had to ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually had... Rob had me look it up. And yeah. yeah, they're they're even in Star Wars Galaxies. Is oh, and uh, uh, I think Knights of the Little Republic. You also fight them. Yeah, maybe the picture was. From I, Knights I've of the heard. Republic. I've heard. I've heard those. Oh no, 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 they're in Galaxies. There's oh, no, they're actually in Galaxies. two oh, okay. different crate dragons. So I saw online earlier. I won't, I won't go into it now, but suffice it to say, this might be a kind that maybe Rob just didn't know about. Oh, <laughs> that'd be impressive if you can prove that. So um, I'd have to look it but, up again. But uh, ultimately, though, I, either way, I think it was good. A good change. So and uh, so obviously the way he got there though this is this is kind of the big the big part of this right for Star Wars fans the way he got to that point to getting to battle this crate dragon is because he shows up in this most whatever town on on Tatooine in the backwaters on the on the Dune Sea and he's looking for Mandalorian armor and then he ends up finding somebody wearing none other than Boba Fett's armor all way, jacked up <laughs> I wasn't sure that was Boba Fett's armor all the way until way after I finished the episode really I wasn't sure it was him. I, I wasn't sure it was his armor because I'm like, oh, it kind of looks like his armor, but you know, maybe they just had more than one person's armor. Yo, oh, yeah, the helmet over there, yeah. yeah. But I, I, the thing is, is yeah, really, I knew it looked <laughs> his helmet like is his, behind us. <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean he's the only one that maybe I got the miscoloration wrong. Oh maybe. no, because there's a couple things. One, there's a dent in the helmet that's yeah. the exact same fucking spot. Yeah, yeah. on his uh, the symbol on his chest, the insignia. Mm-hmm. That's like it looks like a piece of grain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was also on there. The, the colors are the same. The yellow shoulder. See, got the, the yellow the shoulder, shoulder pads, the, which are yeah, unique yeah. to Fett. Actually, yep. see, I don't have well, that memorized. Well, fairly unique. Yeah, I don't have that memorized. So to me, it's pa- like Paul okay, Paul yeah, I know, I, I get it. You're not, you're, not a, you're not a real fan, okay? I got no, it, I'm not. 
<laughs> my preferred sci-fi universe is StarCraft. Yeah, but that's going to change. I've heard that. Um, so, yeah, I didn't realize it was his right away, but God, does uh, Timothy Oliphant look... Or Timothy Oliphant? yeah. yeah. Look fucking baller in that. Outfit. Oh, he, he did. He did good with it. He did good with it. And I, and I was very, very, very impressed with his performance in it, as as per usual with with Timothy Oliphant, Oliphant, however you want to say it. Anyway, he definitely brought in. Did you ever see uh, Justified with him? The what? Just the show called Justified. Oh no, with Timothy Oliphant. So he was he was in that, and um, yeah, he was really good. He was really good. But he played a marshal in that too, like oh, a U.S. marshal. Yeah, he yeah. does a good role. I was very curious when he ordered the drinks. I thought he was a Mandalorian. I'm like, oh my god, it's another Mandalorian. He's like, I'll have a drink. I'm like, ooh, how do Mandalorians drink if they're not allowed to take off their helmet? Majority of Mandalorians do not have that rule. We already know that. Yeah, yeah. That is that is a fanatic sect of Mandalorians. Yeah, yeah that's he's, true. Din Djarin is like from a really intense sect of uh, yeah, the yeah. Mandalorians. So to, the, to the point where they tried to overthrow the government of Mandalore. Oh, nice. So then, so then, why <laughs> why was yeah. um why why would why did Mando immediately signify him as not a Mandalorian because he took off his helmet. Because as far as I can tell, it was the taking off of the helmet that signified Mando to go, you're not a Mandalorian. Maybe because that's the only Mandalorians he knows. Yeah, he because the came thing is like... When they were on the decline. You got to remember that like Mandalorians as primary characters, Sabine Wren is in Rebels and she takes her helmet off all the fucking time. Sure. And she she's like, not like, ha, she's a Mandalorian, whatever. No, she's like one of the primaries. And on top of that, Every other fucking Mandalorian you ever run into in any medium of Star Wars literature or sure. show, they take off their helmets. So, but what Except I'm saying is for this sect. How did Mando, why did Mando immediately, because what happened was he, he sat down, put out the drinks, took off his helmet, yeah. and then he immediately was like, you know, now you know I'm not a Mando. I think, I think it was just because of what he was doing and the nature of how he was doing it, that he knew he wasn't a Mandalorian. So he shows up, he's offering drinks, he's the marshal of this town or whatever. I think maybe he would realize that, like, this isn't actually a Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he... I think Din Djarin already knew he wasn't a Mandalorian. As soon, I think the second he laid eyes on him or heard that the Mandalorian was the marshal at all, I think would be immediately, like, this is not a Mandalorian. Yeah, because the Mandalorians would technically all still be in hiding yeah so based on what they talked about in the last yeah, season because so. they're supposed to be yeah exactly they're supposed mm-hmm. to be in hiding mm-hmm. okay and on top of that too if you're part of a fanatic religious sect and you haven't joined up with the other wider parts of that religion because you know they're gone <laughs> um you wouldn't know the other tricky so part yeah. to him like he he just he knows one way of mandalorians we don't know if he knows about the wider mandalorian People and the, Timothy Oliphant's character just gave it away because he thought he I don't think cut. Timothy Oliphant's character knew shit. I yeah. think he's just like he's like I got gear, yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He, he, he wasn't trying to, to lie that he wasn't a Mando. No, no, he, he was trying to hide. He it. said he bought it off Jawas immediately. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I figured yeah, he yeah, did that because he yeah. thought he was had. I figured he said that because he was had. No, I think that he was just like okay. Well, uh, I mean, like sure. I think yeah, the fact that he was had a came to his mind sure and because like he brings it up he's like only one of us is gonna walk out of here yeah um but he like says, i'm guessing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and um so he knows enough about mandalorians to know that a they're gonna want their armor because yeah the tribe well i mean like why else would, he, sh- why else would yeah. he show up in that fucking town right nobody would show up in that town for any other reason right yeah true yeah, yeah it's the only thing so, like, of value in that whole like, town yeah when you take a couple of minutes to think about it is like all of the stuff falls on the place pretty quickly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just yeah and then um yeah, but it, the show also didn't indicate one way or the other for sure if Din Djarin 
knows that that's Boba Fett's armor or not. Because I would suspect that Din Djarin knows of Boba Fett because Boba Fett was a notorious bounty hunter in the who lifetime died. of Din Djarin. Yeah, who who and, died. And, and probably nobody has a so, but it, of him but anymore, at no though. point at no point did he did he indicate that he didn't know that it was Boba Fett's. If anything, he did know. I don't think he cares. I don't think, I don't he, think he, I don't no, think I don't he, think he would I care. I don't think right? he knows but, though. Yeah. I don't think anyone knows because at this point, Fett's so far removed. Not only has he died, he was one Mandalorian. Yeah, he was an impactful Mandalorian, but yeah, yeah. we don't even know how impactful in the canon. And as far as everyone's right. concerned, he died in a Sarlacc pit. You ain't getting that armor back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just the fact that his armor is out of the Sarlacc pit to the viewer is indication that guess what? I'm more interested. He to might know. Still hey, this be would kicking. be like this would be like his fourth time getting out of a Sarlacc pit. Uh, all, all, on a on a point, another point of That's note. What he does. Uh, <laughs> I'll save it for later. But somebody's not wearing a helmet later on in the show. Yeah. Either. Yeah, I know. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I I just figured that was a um. Well, he uh, I, doesn't have the armor. Well, I'm. Yeah, you but, can't put a helmet on yeah, if you don't have a helmet. Put on. What, but it's about not showing your face, too, so there would be some... Oh, so you're saying yeah. that even if Din Djarin lost his helmet, he'd be like, I'm going to go paper bag it? Yeah, I think so. I bet he would, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I want that episode now. Yeah. Where he just takes, like, not, a, I'm not he just takes a paper bag and puts holes in it. It might happen in this season. It, it, it may happen. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because that... everybody wants his armor. Everybody wants that best scar. So I, I bet at some point this season it's he'll start losing pieces. It's just him and Polka Dot Undies with a paper <laughs> bag on his head. Like fucking uh, Vince from... Uh, I think his name's Vince from... Uh, oh, uh, fuck, yeah. Catherine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I got that game, Catherine, on uh, Steam. Yeah, yeah, great game. But no, um, I don't know. Like, at, at the end of the day, I'm inter- I'm going to be interested to see when we see more Mandalorians because um, Katie Sackhoff's character, too, in the, in the series, takes off her helmet all the time. So when she shows up in the show, because we already know she's cast, I'm going to be shocked if she doesn't take off her fucking helmet. Yeah, because she's, well, she she's has an to. important it's, actress. She's an important yeah, yeah. actress, but but not even that though. Because but I, I guess no. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, is an he's also yeah. So. I was going to say yeah, and and Katie Sackhoff doesn't strike me as the person who would be worried about that. No, she doesn't. I mean, she might, but I don't think so. But the thing is that her character took off her helmet a lot of times. Okay, so like. There, it just seemed kind of weird that it, it was. It seemed like the moment he took off the helmet is when. Um, Din Djarin was immediately like, oh, like that was his, and, and that's possible. Like, like I said though, there's like, there's so much more to that, right? There's like, okay. there's so much other what ifs. We don't know a lot of things, and, and to be honest, I really want to know how, why Fett is not in his armor. So, yeah, so now, now, now we're yeah. talking about the end of the episode. There is a reveal, and uh, it appears that it is uh, uh, Tamura Morrison, once actor of Django Fett. Obviously, Boba Fett's a direct clone, a pure clone of, of Django Fett. Yes. So presumably an older Boba Fett would look just like Tamura Morrison as yeah. Django oh, Fett. For sure. And yeah. that's who they showed at the end. Right. Well, Which I, I'm I so even... happy they got the same actor. I, I mean, yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. They did great yeah. with that, yeah. No, of course. And I mean, well, for him, it's like, you get asked to reprise that role. Oh, of course you're going to say yes. yes. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you're going to let me be Boba Fett? Fuck yeah, Because the, the last time he did the role, like, they cut his fucking head off <laughs> in episode yeah. two. I wonder if we're going to do that again. Yeah. Oh, oh, that'd be sad. That would be such a funny old yeah. Like father, like son. That would be so sad. I hope they don't do that. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm I'm excited to see the character because we've in Legends we've always seen the portrayals and there's so much fandom behind Fett. Yeah. Ooh, and so like crazy fandom. I'm like, almost there's no way that this goes well. <laughs> well, just because it's so hard. This guy's had had such a built up legacy now. Yes. And a lot of it is kind of that mystery legacy. 
the reason he was so popular before is because no one knew what he was about. No one knew his story. He well, was just this mystery badass. There was a book series. So if you read the books, you knew. Yeah, but most but people most didn't. didn't. Yes. And then even if you did, it's just like, how can you live up to this mystery box? I have, <laughs> yeah. I have, a, I have a theory that I'm going to say now. That and the written character was amazing. Which one? Fet in the in the novels. Oh that yeah, yeah, Karen yeah, Travis yeah, yeah. wrote. Awesome so, fucking job. I have a prediction here. I have a prediction that at some point in this season. The Razor Crest will be lost, and in place of it will be God the Slave One. Oh God! I, Fire spray, gross. But I'm just, I'm just saying. I could see. I, it. I, I bet that. The, I bet that. They, so I, what I think is happening is Boba Fett maybe has turned a new leaf because he has nothing left to live for as a mercenary or bounty hunter or whatever, and uh, so he's just been kind of wandering and trying to find his place in the universe, and, or on I don't know Tatooine in like the desert or whatever. And uh, I think that he is is going to be a resource for Din Djarin on his mission versus someone trying to stop him. No, well, I think he's going to be someone trying to stop him. Really? You guys have to realize that Fett wasn't evil. No, he was he's just never a, a bad he guy. For the highest bidder. No, he, he, was, for highest bidder. he was like he's like Judge Dredd. So what if he what if he what if he dropped his armor with the anticipation someone would then pick it up and therefore no. attract I suspect another he got Mandalorian with Baby Yoda to come and get it? No. Oh fuck. He'd be thinking like ten steps ahead. Yeah, but hold on, you know, no. I just realized though, Fett is the kind of person he needs because Fett definitely knows about fucking Jedi. Yes. Big time. Big time. And he not, only, there, not only that, he's actually seen Yoda. Yeah, and he'd probably work. He, I can see him working for Din because he'll be like, Din will offer him money, and he'll be like, yeah, no, I'll help you out. Actually, probably not, because he's a Mandalorian. He might I, be like, hey, we're Mandalorian. Did, I don't know, though, because like, he Jedi killed his dad. I don't true. think Fett is going to be necessarily fucking super keen on helping Din Oh, that's true, yeah. That's true. He so, might like, have there, a vendetta. There's like a lot of shit that's going to come to a head soon. So it's going to be Another hilarious. cool thing, I love that they showed the rocket on Fett's jetpack twice. Yes. And of course, what they, that was, you, I'm that sorry, was awesome. but what a fucking terrible weapon. What do you it, mean? It is, it is not supposed to be a direct combat weapon. It is something you use to to take down a ship if it's trying to run away from you. And that yeah. kind of makes sense because and you, the idea it points when you're, up, right? Yeah, like, and it points up because you're flying when you use it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, just it's a f- in flight missile. Yeah, it's just so weird that he like beep, 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 and then like leans forward. I thought it was yeah. fine. <laughs> has the launch computer does the thing. Yeah, and then uh, I also like the the throwback to Return of the Jedi when Din Djarin was trying to get uh, Cobb Vanth out of the way yes. of, of the creature, and so he hits he hits the bottom of the jetpack and he goes flying off, yeah. just like Boba Fett did in Return yes. of the Jedi. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was a good shout that out. That was too. Yeah. it was I just a straight I'm, up throw I'm happy shout you out. Caught that, yeah, yeah. Because I was I, like, I wonder if you didn't. So no. when you go back, you're gonna laugh so much more Dude, the next time you watch it. I love that. I'm like, <laughs> when, I, yes. when I saw that, I died. I was, was like, so oh funny. my god. Amanda did not understand why I was laughing so hard. She was like, this is stupid. So anyway. Um, yeah, man, great, great episode though. Incredible battle with the uh, with with the crate dragon or whatever it was. I had curiosity. Uh, why no, didn't no, they do totally this? Crate dragon. Why didn't they do that plan in the first place? What? So ultimately, so after you, they fight. They're like, okay, we're gonna put. Okay, fucking worst ass plan I've ever seen in my life. By the way, yeah. So they're like, hey, there's this creature that burrows under the sand really deeply, like massively deeply. So we're well, going to like dig a few feet. It doesn't burrow, burrow that much deep, but you're right. Yeah, they needed to de- dig a deeper they, they, hole. They, well, way but they mentioned, they mentioned though, yeah, because you're right, because they did mention that they had been routinely feeding it a bantha to keep it yes. to sleep for longer. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they yeah, why, just used that why wouldn't they have just? And then later on, the plan was feed the bantha. Well, like, why didn't yeah. you just do that from fucking point one? Well, yeah, the, yeah. the the I think the reason was because that the creature was getting wise to it. That's why I ate the sand person. Oh, instead. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, that's true. they're like, oh, now we need a new plan. Yeah, yeah. They, they could he just feed up. a fucking person to it. They lost enough people as it is. Well, yeah, because it started spewing acid. It's a dark way of looking at it, but I don't disagree. <laughs> uh, yeah, it probably would have been. With the, the amount of people that died during that fight, they could have fed it three people yep. and still won out. I, I mean, ultimately, like, what could they like, have like done? 30 people I mean, yeah, died. sure. I mean, retroactively, we could look at it and be like, yeah, this plan would have been better. I mean, ultimately, if they were really worried about it, they could have bought like a 3PO unit and rigged it up with a bunch of bombs and be like, Go talk to the crate dragon, please. Human cyborg explosions. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Like, they, they would walk up. The crate's not going to fucking know that it's not a living thing. It's going to eat it. Yeah. And it's going to blow up. Yeah. And problem solved. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I just I just felt that it was a real... I knew if the plan had worked, I would have been pissed. Because, like, dude, you dug, like, three feet down yeah. and thought that was deep enough. Dude, you went as far as one of his teeth. Yeah. Fuck you. That's not deep enough. You yeah, have to even, get under his belly. And interestingly, even when he was on top of it, it didn't seem to harm him all that much. All it did was piss him off. So, yeah. 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 And and their underbellies are supposed to be very weak. Yeah. Like very weak. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I just felt like they just did it all wrong. They could oh wait, well, it won't eat one Bantha, but you know what? Let's just put four Banthas in there. And maybe because it's a larger quantity, it's more inspiring. To be honest, if you just you put a band out there and you leave it there long enough, it's gonna get bored and just eat the fucking yeah. thing. I thought yeah. at first I was thinking, okay, maybe the argument is that when the explosion when the explosives are inside its belly, you, the radio signal won't get in there to explode it. That's and at fun. first I thought that was going to be the statement and the yeah. argument. No one said anything. And I'm like, okay. And then they did the explosion. I'm like, well, they could have just done that from the beginning because it completely nullified my own thought. I'm like, yeah. oh, they could have just done that from the beginning. It, it did seem weird because it would like scream at them while they're firing the ballistas and stuff. I'm like, if you guys had explosive just ballistas, throw it. just toss it into the mouth, like shoot it into the mouth when yeah. the thing screams at you or tries to acid you. The, uh, that's the other thing I didn't get is he has acid mouth breath. liquid yeah. breath. I mean, it's, it's really just it puking, I think. It's yeah. really just it puking. Yeah. yeah. Why the stomach fuck acid. didn't. Dinjarin just get melted. His armor maybe was my only argument, but there's parts of his armor that it would have. Yeah, they, that that was one that they took a creative liberty on, I think, because Definitely. you're right. His armor only covers so much of him. They so. did rule of cool on that one, yeah, as far yeah, as I yeah, can yeah. tell. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the yeah, for I the, do love the 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 snake poking its or the the dragon poking its head out the top oh, of the, the top hill. Of the mountain. That and was just, cool. Yeah. That was cool, man. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's kind of fucking smart. Well, like, because it, it got away from all those. The guys. Cra- yeah. Well, they're supposed to be smart, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no, it was fun though. It was it was also neat because it was like, well, flying creature on Tatooine doesn't make a lot of sense necessarily. I mean, sure, it's scavengers, but like. Turning it into like a thing that goes under the sand to get away from the heat and stuff like that mm-hmm. makes more sense for, yeah. for this kind of creature. Right. And I was like, when they made those changes that they made to it, I'm like, this makes so much more sense. And the fact that they made it still act like a dragon despite it not being able to fly, awesome. And, yeah. I, and I love the tidbit about, um, they said, oh, it's living in this abandoned Sarlacc pit. And then they yes. said, oh, no, there's no such thing as an abandoned Sarlacc pit. Like alluding to the fact that it ate the Sarlacc yeah. when yeah. it moved in. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. That yep. was cool. No, that was that was. Really it was cool. a setting a badass moment because everyone, it, generally people who've just watched the movies, which I think that's who they're catering to for the most part. It's yeah. weird Holy. that they're catering to both because I understand everything that I need to understand having not read any of the books, but those who read the books still gain something special from it. You need to realize, I mean, if you've watched the Mandalorian Insider videos. I have, actually. Yeah. So you should know why these things happen. Yeah. Those guys are amazing. They love that shit. They love yeah. their, their world. Well, I mean... Fucking 
made the Clone Wars Rebels. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni, yeah. Like he's he's just like he's a fan. Mm-hmm. But like he is such a fan. You can tell when he talks about it. Yeah. You can really tell. He does yeah, get yeah. like a giddy little teenager he, when he talks about it. He talks exactly like me when I get passionate about Star Wars. And that's <laughs> yeah, how yeah. I know he's amped and up. That, yeah. And that's how I know as a fan that I have nothing to worry about as long as Dave Filoni's on the project. That's true. And like the amount of like security when you realize that that you have as a fan, it's like, oh thank God. It's like, oh thank God a fan's at the wheel. But like not like a shitty fan. Like a fan who genuinely understands because yep. he spent so yep. much time with the original creator too. Which, if you don't think that that's important, it is important. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. That I still think right at the end, the part that gave me chills right at the end was I think I mentioned it was uh, he's like they're doing the classic desert driving away on a land speeder on a you know riding away into the sunset on yeah. his land speeder that was not a horse but you know yeah, same yeah, fucking thing well, yeah no it's it's star wars though. yeah and they're just pulling out and showing this the, the the scenery and then it kind of just goes into letterbox mode yes it's like oh my god that is so feels so good cinematically <laughs> yeah it was phenomenal. it was a nice treat and then uh yeah this this episode was actually directed by john favreau so yeah, he directed yeah, the first, yeah. favreau the first one. usually does the opening and closing yeah right? he does uh well no actually it was um Taiko Waititi. Taiko Waititi, who did the last season uh, really? opening closing, yeah, which I think he is back to direct in the season two. I think uh, all of them are, aren't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure all of them are. Yeah, yeah. I thought the team was like sticking together. That was the idea. Yeah. I thought the team, I think that they actually worked well together. It seemed that way. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. Yeah, they were brilliant. And you know who I didn't notice? It, it didn't feel forced until I watched the, the behind the scenes thing or whatever. Huh. Um, the actress who plays like the Empress in. Star Star Trek. Uh... Oh, oh, you're talking about. Uh... Oh shit! I forgot about those things. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. Shit! I hopefully it didn't burn, man. You might. Yeah, and then the, the only, I guess, the last thing about Mando before we close up that discussion on on episode nine. I'm curious about so the sand people go hacking away at this crate dragon's body when it's yeah. done, right? So they're getting meat. I'm assuming they're getting meat off of it and they're harvesting whatever pieces they use. For, I love for the their... big chunk of meat that he has on the back. Yeah, of that's theater. badass. Yeah, he takes like this this 50 pound steak <laughs> mammoth with him. style. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he he and uh, what's her name, Pelly, you're gonna be eating well, right, when he gets back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm curious though because they they end up pulling out of the guts. They pull out like this shiny sphere. Oh, it was clearly it was a uh, gallbladder like stone, like a pearl or something. Yeah, yeah, it was clearly just like a giant egg. crate dragon pearl or something. It's clearly an egg. They pull it out like right at the very end. The, the yeah. same people. Are you trolling me? No, no they, they do. They're, 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 yeah, no fucking shit. And he holds Dra- it above crate, his head. He's like, yes, crate dragon pearls are like the biggest part of lore about crate dragons. Oh, is it a pearl or is it an egg? It's a pearl. I didn't oh. know that. They're usable as lightsaber crystals. What? Oh, when you I didn't refine know this. Them, when you refine them down, they're some of the most powerful lightsaber crystals. That's in the galaxy. hilarious. That's so, why they're so treasured. Wow. Well, not that for that reason. I mean, they're treasured for a lot of reasons. Well, they can't yeah, be treasured yeah. for that reason anymore. Well, I mean, they're they're just they'll, they'll probably just venerate the thing, like you know. No, yeah. No, they'll probably yeah. sell it. They're yeah. they're not. No. I don't think they will. will not no, they're it. tribal. Really? Oh no! Yeah. They'll venerate and just like, keep it as like a relic. Oh uh, no! It has worth to them for different. Uh, there's more to it. I'm not gonna get them now. Okay, um, fair enough. But but the answer. I is... I thought it was an egg. I figured they we're the gonna dra- raise our own crate dragon. <laughs> unless uh, unless they've changed the lore where the pearls are now also eggs, which I don't think they have. No, that would be pretty baller. Dude. I don't think so. I don't know how long it takes for a crate to grow, but like crate oh, dragon to grow. Time. But you know, give a few generations. A fuck. lot of banthas and a lot of sand people need to be eaten. I uh, guarantee it. I would I would still put them on like. 
if you like think of any reptile roughly like if you scale up the size scale up the time that's yeah, how yeah. long it takes them to grow <laughs> um but yeah so. and what what was rob looking up uh just something that we'll need to edit out later because adam was wrong okay no and super <laughs> racist no, no, no. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll listen out for whatever whatever racist stuff Adam's talking about now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's it for Mandalorian season one, ep- or season two, episode one, or episode nine, depending on what you like to call it. And uh, I cannot wait for episode two. I woke up early to watch this one at like 6 a.m. On, on Friday before I had to get to work and, and get ready for work and everything. And it was the best way to start my day. And I absolutely loved it. So I'm looking forward to the next one. Anyway, uh, moving on to actual playing and watching now. So you guys might want to get ready because Mando is about all I did <laughs> over the last week. So my apologies. Uh, I really have not played anything, watched anything other than that, other than just some reality TV uh, for Reality Corner. I got to say, guys, Big Brother wrapped up and uh, I was in a little bit of a, a, a family uh, sort of a contest, as you will. We had it wasn't like a pool or anything going. It's just for bragging rights for Big Brother, and uh, my guy, my guy won. He won Big Brother, so I get a little bit of bragging rights in the family, which is pretty fun. So, With that family, that actually means something. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and I, when I first chose the character at the beginning of the season, I had no idea who I was picking. I'm like, I don't know if this guy's gonna be any good or not. I have no this clue. guy nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he turns out to be the winner of the whole thing. Anyway, uh, fun, fun end to the season. Good times uh, were had by all, except for all the losers on Big Brother. And uh, <laughs> and then we got into. Whew, Oh, baby, thank goodness The Bachelorette is back. And boy, like you've heard me talk about reality TV before on Reality TV Corner with Alex Austin here, right? So, and I often talk about just how trashy reality TV is, like, and and just how low it can go. Buddy, whoo, The Bachelorette. The bar has been dropped. The bar has been dropped. Awesome. So, it is insane. So, they brought back who is. I guess considered to be the oldest bachelorette. Her name is Claire Crowley. She's Crowley Crowley. She's 39, and uh, and she's looking for love. And she's been on the show before a bunch of times, I guess. Anyway, looking for love and Bachelor in Paradise and all that. Anyway, so she's looking for love. Anyway, first night, Big Dale gets out of the limo. Big Dale, he's 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 got the swagger. He's a good-looking guy, right? Nice eyes. So she's into it, and she's like... She's kind of like short of breath as she's looking at him and like kind of being approached by him. So you can tell like this is legit. This woman Swoon. fancies yeah. this man. Okay. Yeah. So from almost the 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 first moment these two met, this became the Dale and Claire show. And yeah. they have like they have skirted every rule, every meeting, every date, every event in The Bachelor in the first four episodes just to like avoid her talking to any other guys in the house. So there's like mutiny happening in the background with the other guys in the house. So it looks like on this upcoming episode this week, they're about to completely blow up the Bachelorette and bring in a new Bachelorette in the middle of the season, which that's, that's, has never happened that's before. That's what I figured they would do if that was yeah. the case. <laughs> and they've already advertised who they're bringing. Her name's Tasha. Oh. She comes from previous seasons. So nice girl. So that hopefully. Is, so that is happening. It they're is like, happening. They're like, oops, we paired they them too They literally well. are advertising it before they even get to it because everybody kind of already knew that it was yeah. happening. And uh, I can't wait to see the blow up. I think it's. Uh, 
Might be tonight or tomorrow night, but the blow up is going to happen, and it's going to be so fucking glorious. I can't wait to see the Bachelorette <laughs> meltdown and uh, and this season just absolutely explode. So, uh, in fact, I think even Chris was in Chris Matthews. Is that the guy who runs it? Don't know. Don't care. The the, the preview. Yeah, sure you care. <laughs> the the clip. The preview clip of it. He's like he's like, well, you did it. You blew up the Bachelorette, and I'm like, oh shit, it's about to go down. So <laughs> anyway, not Holy Chris shit. Matthews. Chris Matthews is the newscaster. This guy's name is Chris Something. Wallace Weathers, Wally Whippy Wingy. I don't remember. Anyway, Chris so Hansen. Chris Hansen. Yeah, we'll go with that. And <laughs> Chris Hansen. How to catch a bachelorette? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture of him recently. He looked terrible. I'm sure he does. Yeah, he he went through some stuff. It looks I like. Heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he definitely went through some stuff. He did he did a show again for a minute, uh, but yeah. it was like an online show. So. Uh, yeah. Didn't didn't have the same impact as the original though. Yeah. So the the original is still like to this day it's still fun to watch. It's so much fun to watch these pedophiles get busted. Like it, it never got old. I it never honestly, got old. Honestly, I think I don't even think that those were real people. I honestly think they were actors. Uh no, some of them are actually like you can look up the rap sheets and stuff. Like so a lot of that's a matter of public record. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It is. There was just a few what, that I found. Whenever on. I watch, I'm like, this feels fake. There, it's. You're I don't right. know about all You're, of it. Some, some of them probably were fake. You're right. Like I'm guessing some of them were, but I, I, I and I didn't watch it with any consistency, so I have no idea. Which I one never watched it with consist with consistency. I've seen all of it, but I did look <laughs> up some of the people minutes. to find out whether or not it was faked. And these people do have histories, and they've sued the the channel and everything. Before. Oh yeah. So like these are yeah these are real people. I, I never care to look it up, so I would never know. Yeah. It's true. They're real assholes <laughs> who tried to who tried to get with children. So uh, anyway, that never gets old. Watching these people get busted, watching their lives fall apart, uh, <laughs> and not feeling bad for them at all. So that actually is uh, 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 still a joyous thing to watch. So I recommend going look up the new episodes if you <laughs> haven't seen them. You'll enjoy it. So anyway, uh, that, that's for that's it for me in reality TV corner. However, so. Is that, your, is that your playing and watching? That's my playing and watching, yes. I haven't played anything. Oh I haven't played anything, God. guys. Uh, so for, for reasons that you guys know that we don't need to go into detail on this show, my time has been quite short. My free time has been. Oh. So, yeah, anyway, we'll leave it at that. Um. So, yeah, I think it's time we talk about Phasmophobia. Yeah, you finally played it. Oh, my God. So, all right. Damn. So... Uh, Alex, really I don't know quick. how we can do this. I need you to play this game. So, so what? Really quick before you get this, what level are you? I am now level five. Okay, I'm over fifty. What do What do okay. I? Have I played with a guy who's <laughs> level twenty five. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, the game doesn't get worse. I was doing professional level hunts. Yeah, good. Those are the only fun ones. Yeah, they're the only fun ones. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I by the end of so I played like for a few hours, like maybe two or three hours. Yeah. By the time I was done, I have maybe like three steps from my computer to my bedroom to my bathroom and then like maybe an extra four steps to my bedroom yeah like literally like literally yeah i am not over exaggerating i I know the layout yeah (laughs) and i immediately got up turned off the lights and went (laughs) and like scurried to my bathroom turned on the light in there closed i was like okay and then sat down went to the washroom and like turned off the and then scurried to my bedroom because i was i was so such a level of right that as a grown ass man was afraid of the dark in his own goddamn house i take it it's steam only yeah Uh, yeah okay okay fair enough yeah all right we gotta find a way where that means you come over to our place and play it at my house or something with my girlfriend's computer i want to i want to play this game it looks good so it is good rob's description of it is very well it does remind 
I don't know whether this was true or not. I was watching girlfriend reviews and she made a comment about how I guess like one of the um like ghost hunter type TV shows, one of the personalities from that or owners or producers of that was tied to the game prior. Oh. Oh yeah. And what happened was the game developers, who this guy didn't have full control over, yeah. he just was involved in it. Right. Um, they wanted to have the players see a ghost and interact with a ghost. And he's like, no, I don't want that. Because, you know, that's not what his ghost hunting show is yeah. like. And when they said, yes, we're going to do that, we don't care, he left the project. Okay. My opinion works out better. Because when this is something I figured out, yeah. I knew you could see the ghost. And I knew the ghost can hunt you and kill you. It doesn't and matter, so on and so forth. My favorite, my favorite uh, hunter, whatever you want to call it, yeah. job. Yeah. I never saw the ghost once. Yeah. Because knowing that you can see it and that it can hunt you makes those other moments when you never see it scarier because you have yeah. no idea where the fuck it is or what the fuck it's doing. Yeah. And like it hunted. So you have your flashlight blinking and all that fun jazz. And we're just sitting in the run room all silent. Oh, yeah. So quick pro level tip. The other day, I went into a mission with about $400 worth of gear. Ooh, boy. Um, yeah, well, obviously, I'm not going to tell you the fucking number unless it's like, oh, and I just left the level. <laughs> like, yeah. Obviously, I didn't leave the fucking level. <laughs> uh, we were in um, uh, Asylum on Professional. I haven't done a, an Asylum yet. It's uh, You say Asylum, and a lot of people think like abandoned jail. Uh, prison level's coming. Uh, Asylum is like... Imagine it's like I heard it's just massive. It's big. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Is it's, just it, it, it's not even just that's big because I don't think it's much bigger than the actual high school. But the thing is that it's a straight fucking wall, like one line. Oh. So like all of that mass, when you go from one end to the other, it's like stretched out, right? Yeah. So like if you turn it in on itself, like the high school, it's a circle, and you can get to anywhere by going to the middle. Yes. But in this thing, you go to the middle. It's like you still need to go half the fucking way to get to the other side of that. Level. Oh God. Yeah, and it's two floors. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we ran into a particularly j- annoying jackass um, ghost, and uh, we searched almost the whole fucking asylum, and then I finally found it. I found I found it, actually, with my the team that I was with at the time. Like We go off in groups of two. Mm-hmm. We find it. After meeting up with one of the other members, one of the guys went back to the truck. The other team's now with us. We experienced the first hunt of the ma- of the game. Yep. So we're like, okay, we know now that we're near it because it was going off before we actually determined what room it was in. Oh, wow. And we were actually in the basement at the time and believed it was there because we had already scanned the top floor. Found, oh, no. Turns out it actually was on the top floor. We missed it somehow. Oh, Because no. like, uh, we were using temperatures, and I guess the temperature wasn't triggering for this ghost which happens yep uh but the person who was supposed to be on emf duty i'm not sure if they dropped the ball or not or if they just got unlucky and it just wasn't manifesting so like our two levels of discovery were crippled oh no and i'm not blaming any of the players or anything like i mean i've had it situations like you know you unequip an item for a minute and like you don't think about it and you walk through a room and then you re-equip it and turn it back on yep but anyway so this thing starts hunting and the This is the first time this has ever happened to me. We're huddled in a room, and I'm not, like, against the door or anything, but I'm, you know, relatively close to it. Turns out the ghost can reach through the fucking door. No way. Yeah. And get you if you're too close to the door. 
So wow. don't go near the fucking door. Do and that's not a glitch? That's like a actual function of that ghost? It might just be a glitch or something, but to be honest, it doesn't matter. Because either way, knowing that doesn't make the game less scary. No, it doesn't. It doesn't change <laughs> shit. Because <laughs> you're like, fuck it, it can get me here. All it changes is... You now slam the door and scurry the fuck back to the other side of the room. Yeah. And then you stare at the door with your light and tunnel vision on it because you're right. fucking scared now because yeah. of the fucking things flashing. And you're just waiting for that moment where the door goes and opens up. <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing. Normally that shouldn't happen on a hunt, but I've had it happen to me. Really? I've had the ghost open the door on me. No. I'm not even shitting you. I'm dead fucking serious. I would probably just wasn't piss my a, pants. Wasn't a player fucking with me. Wasn't everybody else in the truck at the time. This thing opened the door and I literally went, nope, and closed the door. <laughs> and I was like, well, actually, I think my response was, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then, and then I walked the fuck back. And I'm, I'm actually surprised it didn't kill me because oh, I was really weird. close to the door at the time. That's awesome. I think the time that was the last hunt we did was a giant piss off for us for two reasons. Yeah. We couldn't find the third piece of evidence. We couldn't figure that it happens. out. That happens. We had a hard time. And we finally were like, hey, we've literally gone through everything. And we would gone through once for fingerprints, like, you know, the UV yeah. light. We'd w- gone once through fingerprints, but couldn't find anything. So we went, just fuck it. Let's just do it again. Because whatever. Yeah. Just well, throw sometimes everything at the wall. maybe it wasn't touching anything, right? That's yeah. exactly it. Just throw something at the wall. So we were trying, or the other one was we couldn't get the cameras. Yeah. The second piece of evidence was trying to find the ghost orb. Yeah. So we had the camera set up in night vision mode. And the problem is every single time we'd leave, the ghost would turn, turn on, on the, the fucking, fucking lights. lights. And we're like, fucking bitch, just fucking. And we'd yeah. go in there, turn off the lights. Yeah. And then they turn it back on. We're like, fuck. We went, we turned off the breaker. Yeah. <laughs> we sh- we went, turned off the breaker. She turned the fucking breaker back on. We're like, you. I've never seen it do that before. Yeah. We're like, you, you fucking That's bitch. crazy. It's it crazy. on the breaker? Yes. I didn't even know that was a thing. Or somehow it turned on the light. We don't know exactly what it did. We just we went back out to the truck and the light was on. And we're like, Crazy. are you fucking kidding me? Well, that's why like a lot of people don't realize you actually for a good portion of the game, not for the first like not for discovery, but as soon as you know where the room is, send somebody to the truck and leave them there. We only had three people. And we were all oh, se- yeah. we were all doing sensories. Well, at that point though, you guys just need to go in and out and uh, and drop drop stuff in the room. Just drop it in the room. You don't need to bring stuff back to the truck. Well, that's what we did. We put all the cameras in there and everything. But yeah. the problem is, is one person would go back, and by the time they went back, the two of us would stay in there, and they turn on the light, and then we'd have to go back and turn it on. But it, but you don't see the ghost orbs in that little amount of time all the time. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why one person's got to stay near the room, because to be honest, you want somebody near the room anyway, because you want their sanity to tank. Yes. Because when your sanity tanks, that's when it manifests more often. Yeah. And that's how you get your clues. Well, we weren't ready to manifest it yet. Yeah. Because it was pretty early. Did you on. not have pills? You made pills, yeah. Okay. But so we so that was one piss off, but don't get me wrong, it didn't stop us for too long. It was just yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was just a stupid little game that we're like, just fucking turn off the yeah. light, god damn it, stop it, stop it, ghost. Yeah. And you could see we had the motion sensor, so you could see the the ghost go to the light sensor and then yeah. leave. And we're like, you fucking bitch. Which is how we found her fingerprints eventually. Yeah. Because we could see we're like we know where they touched that fucking light switch. Yeah. And then so later on we're like, okay, well we need it. One of our objectives was to make it so that the crucifix stops a haunt. Yeah, that was a fun one. That's a that was a fucking nightmare. So we threw a crucifix on the ground. Yep. Three of us stood on the crucifix. Okay, that's a weird way to do that. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think that would work because it, it would reach you before it reaches the actual it landmine. It does actually work. It does? It does. Oh. And the reason I know I this. I wish I didn't know that. 
Yeah, it does actually work because we were all sitting there huddled. And we're all you know looking around, like looking at every because this was a hallway. It wasn't a, a single room. It was yeah. a fucking hallway. So we're oh, looking at every. Oh, it was haunting the hallway. Haunting the hallways. We're looking that's at the fun. every fucking door, watching everything. I could see the motion that's sensors. What, that's going what did on. the asylum, by the way. It was haunting the hallway. Oh god, that's a nightmare. Oh, so, it was. So we're doing this, and then finally we're all just we're like, hey, what? When's the haunting? What's going on? We're waiting for it to haunt. We we're all at zero sanity. Yeah. Waiting so we could just get it, get the picture, and fuck off. And then finally, one of the guys just looks down, goes, guys, the crucifix isn't there anymore. It burned up. <laughs> and yeah. we all went, fuck, run! <laughs> we yeah. all just start running at, <laughs> at air quotes top speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at top speed. Slow down, speed racer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Jesus Which is like, go down one step a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's... that there's stuff happening, like, when you're not even paying attention to it. That's oh, great. Absolutely. That's great. Oh, yeah. there's, uh, like, I mean, like, you could be not in a room, and you'll be looking through the camera, you're like, oh, I wonder if we're going to see ghost orbs, and then you see a book fly through the room, and you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that there's a, like, the, a... It, it, it threw the fucking EMF on us once, and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, the EMF was there in front of the camera, then the EMF went, like, launching toward the ceiling, and I'm like... <laughs> Uh, can somebody go put the EMF back? They're like, what do you mean put it back? I'm like, the ghost just knocked it. Like, it was, it was in the school. It was on a desk. Oh, yeah. And it just got launched to a fucking ceiling. I was like, Jesus, go find it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I got to play Phasmophobia. You have to. I've got to play it. You've got to so, play it. This is awesome. totally up your alley. Like, yeah, well, sounds that's good. What I, that's what I was telling you before. I'm like, man, this is like a game for Alex. It is. Like, this it is sounds a, spot on a game it for is. me. Yeah. It is. It is like 100%. If you were... Even remotely enjoy ghost hunting shows. This oh, is yeah. the game for you. Oh, I, yeah. I have never, the, I was doing it with three, I was playing the game with three guys that I would consider the most courageous men I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my cousin Joel, who's this hockey player, like, I'm going to kick your ass, eh? Yeah. Like, he's just, he's and they were all tough, scared bitches. And everyone's scared within bitches. A, within a game or two, because we did, like, we started really low yeah. for, to get me yeah. kind of Am- cycle Am- through. Amateur is easy. Yeah. Amateur is easy, but we got up to me by then. Joel's like, guys, don't leave me in this room alone. Don't fucking leave me in this room. Don't leave me in the house alone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, guys, stop, stop. And we're like, what? Whoa, whoa, what's going on? He's like, nothing. I just don't want you to leave me. <laughs> no. It, it, I'm scared. Yeah, seriously. It, it, it is a fun game to play. I really like it because I freak out when things don't go the way I think they're going to go. Yeah. But when I'm confident and I kind of know where, like, where the ghost is, stuff like that, there's a certain, I hit this weird moment. And I should never hit this moment because I get like <laughs> way too much courage, and then it usually comes crashing down around me. But I, I always remember because early on when I started playing the game, I was trying to explain to people the importance of having somebody in the truck because it is important. Sure, yep. you 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 monitor the levels, you monitor the sensors, you're looking through the camera, you're telling people where they are on the map if it's a big level. That's important. Yep, uh, especially if players don't know the map yet. But anyway, people were always like, "Oh, you're just a coward. You're just a coward." I don't think anyone's ever going to say that to me anymore because the last one I was doing with the group, I was in, it was the farmhouse. Have you ever been in the farmhouse yep, yep. yet? The the log cabin type yeah, of thing? Yeah, the, the like, really like scary shit That's one. That's probably my worst one so far. That yeah. or the have you ever been to the, Have you ever been to one where it's haunting the attic? No, thank in, God. It's not the log cabin? Oh, oh man. Oh man, let me tell you, you're in for a treat when that happens. <laughs> well, that's what we were trying to discover. You know, the hallway right before the attic. Yeah, that's where that last oh, one was man. haunting. If it was in, if it was in the attic, think of it this way: you have to leave the attic through one exit while it is hunting you. You have to run down the stairs. There's no doors up there. Exactly. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's scary shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, not always great times, but anyway, I was in there, 
and um, I kind of redefined how it is to agitate the ghost. I was just I was just shit talking the ghost. Yeah, with my mic on, like I would just I would stop my cue up so that it realized that every time I was like trying to reinitiate conversation with it, don't ever just hold down your button because I think that that just counts as one time of you attempting to get the ghost. Oh, oh, duly noted. You got to think of it like in a program sense. I don't know if that's accurate, but every time I've held it down. It only responds to the first thing I did, uh-huh. not me holding it down constantly. So now I just like periodically when I'm like, if I take a breath, I'll let go and then I'll press it again. Got it. Say the name, let go, do it again. Yeah, like that stuff anymore. But uh, yeah, so I was like just shit talking the fuck out of this ghost. Yeah. And, and it was hilarious because Ryan, uh, one of the guys I'm playing with, he's like, he's new to the game and he's always like, oh shit, I got to get out of here because it's like whatever dangerous, right? He was listening to me do this, and he was laughing, but he also thought that it, it wasn't dangerous because I was just being a shithead. It started hunting, and I still kept calling it out because like I, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to get a picture of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, that's I, a ballsy move, man. Oh, it was. It was. It was 100%. I should not have been that ballsy. But, <laughs> but Ryan felt so secure because I was acting so confident. It killed him. <laughs> I, didn't even get, I didn't even get the fucking picture. It killed him too quickly. <laughs> And I was like, God damn it. He's like, what happened? I was like, well, it was hunting. I'm like, why didn't you run? He's like, well, you were just like in the bathroom, not moving. So why would I go? (laughs) I'm like, like, oh man, I should have communicated that better to him. (laughs) There was one time where I was in a bedroom on one of like the regular houses. Yeah. And the ghost showed up. I just have my still camera to take a picture of it. And I'm just sitting there with it because that's the last thing we need before we're done. And it spawns in the hallway the only end the only exit to this bedroom yes. and i just kind of like i stare at it it kind of does this slow it's got it was the big guy with like the hatchet like the big oh, guy yeah, with like, yeah, the yeah. apron and the hatchet and he just kind of like kind of like cranks his neck and like stares at me yeah. and i'm just sitting there with the camera I just, hi how's it going i have nothing because if you want to come after me right now you're at my only exit. <laughs> and I just took a bunch of pictures. If, I'm like, I don't know what to do. If, if you're in a situation where your light's not flashing, it's just a manifestation. It's not there to kill you yet. Yeah, I figured that. It only that kills kill you during a hunt. Now, that being said, you can be the unfortunate motherfucker that is standing right where it fucking spawns at the beginning of a hunt. Oh, God, that would be brutal. Like, you have like a two-second grace period of get the fuck out there. But here's the problem. It usually takes you about four seconds to register that a hunt's going on. That's true, because your light starts blinking, and you're like, oh my god! And yeah, you're like, what to do, what to do, what to do? Because the, for the first blink, you don't necessarily register, oh shit, this is a hunt. But by the second time it blinks, everyone knows it's a hunt. Yeah. But that is still the glorious second or two that you've now missed out on. That's true. And these things do not just not appear for fun. Like they will just show up and you have got to get the fuck moving. We had never actually had a death in the whole night. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you'll have a lot of times where you will not have any deaths. Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden you will have all the deaths <laughs> um, because you'll run into a demon or a mare. And all of a sudden like, you can't get the lights. We ran into three mares. Mares are a bitch when you have no lights on. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. We didn't if have you, any problems. You get a, If you get a problem, like if you're on like asylum and the power goes out and it's a mare, good fucking luck jesus christ you step into the fucking building hunt triggers okay great 
Because everyone's in darkness, and it triggers when you're in darkness. Oh, wow, that's brutal. And it's like, okay, so you hide. The hunt's done. You start making your way towards the, the switch. You maybe get there if you're lucky, but most likely it starts hunting again. So now you got to hide again because it's coming after you, and it's coming after you quick. Mares uh, are not necessarily slow. They're not the fastest. They're not like, I think it's the Jin is like stupid fast. Oh, if that's it, the one that's like the further you are from it, the faster yes, it, it rubber goes. bands to you. Yeah. Yes. And here's the thing. For the longest time, that was not a concern to me. Until one time I was in high school and I was not aware it was a Jin yet. Uh, let me tell you this. I was very aware it was a Jin after that moment because I'm Did down, it come a, down hallway. a hallway. I'm down a hallway and it's flickering. Okay, it's one of those ones that appears and disappears. Oh, is it doing the um Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, the, the angel. Oh yeah. So anyway, it disappears and then all of a sudden it reappears much fucking closer and then disappears again and then appears literally fucking right in front of me. Oh god. And it, it gets slower when it gets closer. So I'm running now, and I'm losing my fucking mind. <laughs> and Tuna comes r- running up like, what the fuck's going on? It changes target and fucking kills him. <laughs> oh, no. I run out the front door because I wasn't even running towards a room. I was an idiot. Like, I was not thinking. I was running towards the front door. I'm like, there is no safe space there. It is not. Is n- There's nothing there. It's just a giant fucking room. Oh, and my I'm God. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm dead. I'm dead. And then Tuna comes running out of nowhere. Thank hey, guys. <laughs> and he's like, hey, man. Uh, like, he's a fully aware it's a hunt. I think he did it on purpose, but I never know. But I was just, like, so freaked out at the time. I think my favorite part of the hunt is when everyone scatters to different rooms and no one can talk. You yes. have to stay silent so you don't know if anyone's dead. Yes. And then you come and you're like, count check, head check. <laughs> it's brutal. Or, or, <laughs> or there's brutal. the one where you go to warn people that a hunt is about to happen because you're watching the thing go up and you're like, hey, guys. And like you're about to say, it's about to hit 10. But after you say, hey, guys, a hunt starts and the radios kick <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. So it automatically isolates you right yes. at the yeah. beginning. That's cool. It That's is cool. a nightmare. Like if you're near somebody and they're using proximity talk, you'll hear them fine. Yeah. But if you're using the radios, all of a sudden, not working. It's just fucking static. Yeah. So, yeah, no, great game. Um, turned a bunch of the most courageous, um, strong-willed men that I know into little sissy babies. Yeah. So, and that's that's hard to pull. We've played Damned, and it doesn't turn people into that as much. Damned, damned is fun. Damned it, is well, fun. But damned be- is also scarier if you have a player who's literally fucking with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- that's the thing. You need to fuck with the players. You need a good DM, if it were, as a monster. But yeah. you don't normally get that. No. So you don't get quite the same fear factor. No. Um, and because you know there's a human on the other end, it's a different it's a different, it's a different feeling. Yeah. Different feeling. So this one really did a good job. Okay, this thing's out to kill you. This thing's out to kill you. <laughs> um and then I play I tried to play Ori in the Blind Forest, discovered I fucking hate the mechanics of that game. <laughs> really? It's a great Castlevania, but everything is floaty and takes time. Uh, oh yeah, it's not your style. Not my style. Yeah. Uh drove me nuts. definitely not your style. No, I needed clean, sharp Ori's controls fun. and I just couldn't do yeah. it. Ori is fun. Um that's pretty much it. I got back to StarCraft a bit. Cool. Doing some prestiging. That's about it. Everybody's just buying time, man. Buying time for Cyberpunk. And uh, wow. Yeah, no, for me, uh, playing and watching Phasmophobia. I've been playing a shit ton of that. Um, playing some more Warhammer 2, 
Total War. Yeah, yep. Without me, got it. Uh, yeah, was well, a co-op campaign that you're not a part of. So cool, 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 cool. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, there is a game that I got. Oh, actually, I got two games recently. I got Scum, which is kind of like a Daisy knockoff, like more RPG elements to it, like stats and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, and it's all about like prisoners on an island killing each other, essentially like battle royale style. Lost. Go but on. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, I thought I was gonna enjoy the game a lot more because I'm like super into survival games like Daisy and shit. Yep, yep. And uh, uh, well, what's what's so mad about it? Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know you what it is. Can't put your finger on like, like a mechanic or yeah, and it's not like I'm, I haven't lost interest in the genre. Um, and it's just like I I don't know what it is. Something about it is just not not. No, this doesn't not clicking. Yeah. Okay. It feels like it's like. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it to you. I'm sorry. It's almost I don't. worse it's than just, it's sucking. Just, yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, I don't know why you suck, but you just suck. Yeah. yeah. But like, or even like, should I be into this or shouldn't I be into this? I can't. No, tell. I should be into it. No, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I should be into it. Yeah. yeah. Like, this <laughs> is a game that is like 100 percent what I want. Many men your age have this problem. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. You right? can fix it with a pill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. It's not the game. It's you. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, though I did get His another PC game. Leaves him. <laughs> I, did get a, I did get another. I paid too much. That thing's not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, that is really dark. Anyway, uh, no, I got another game. Uh, due process, and that game's a blast to play. What's that one like? Uh, Rainbow Six Siege without the UPlay login. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's savage, like, dude. It's like perfect. <laughs> uh no okay so it's like it's like a low poly art uh rainbow six siege essentially is what it is so like an old rainbow six yeah game. like you can like blow open walls and shit like yeah so the boulders. old rainbow six games but, that i used to like yeah no it's actually a lot more like those though because at the beginning of the game you actually have a thing where you can plan out your attack right mm-hmm. i mean sure you can do that in a lot of games now but the cool thing is though is that if you write down your plan so you draw on the map and shit like that when the game starts you see those drawings on the ground. Oh, that's cool. So, so it helps you can you... follow your plans. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like if somebody's new and they don't know the levels yet, you'd be like, okay, here's the plan. It doesn't fucking matter. Because here's the cool thing about the levels. They are procedurally generated every oh. week. Every week. So nobody can be like, I know the fucking best spot. It's like, no, that's that's not a thing. That's cool. That's I cool. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it is. And you rotate between attack and defense. See, the one thing I had a problem uh, with Siege versus the other Rainbow Six, I used to play the old Rainbow Sixes. And those I felt were more about stealth and like quick break and enters. Like yes, they were, that's what this is. Like whereas Rainbow Six Siege felt more like a Call of Duty to me. Sure. So this is more of a return to form. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and the cool thing is too is you don't. There's no. Oh, I've got these skills. Nope. Nobody's got skills like that. And you don't buy your guns. No, no. At the beginning of a round, rounds run in. Uh, sorry, turns run in three round scenarios. So over those three rounds, you are either attack or defender, and then you switch, and then you have three more rounds. So a three-round block, mm-hmm. you have at the beginning of that three-round block an armory for everybody on the team to pick from. Every gun that your team has access to is in your armory. All of the gear, it's all there. Nice. It's all. It looks cool, right? It's like it's like on a the matrix if style. If, yeah, it is. And if you're <laughs> if you're part of like the police force, you're in like the armored van, so it's all like neatly fucking stacked and really cool, like. Nice. Like, are, like, all right, guys, suit up. And that's exactly what it feels like. If you're the other team, it's like on, like, uh, in boxes and shit like that because you're, like, quote-unquote terrorists. You're pointing off people's bodies. Yeah. The guy before you. Well, that's part of the game, but I'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> but the cool thing, though, is that 
um, when you grab these weapons, uh, everybody has access to the same stuff as a team. But th- those are finite resources. If you die in a level and that gun is not picked up by somebody else, it's gone. Yeah. So there is limited amount of really good weapons. Uh, so, so you, you need like to know, know when, to use, when to use them. So you you could have you like an op sniper rifle, but there's only one. For those three rounds, there's only one. Uh. So if you have a really good sniper and he stays alive, he can have it for all three rounds. Or he can drop it in the first round, or he could drop it in the first round and somebody on the other team can pick it up. Nice. <laughs> so there's like there's a bit of a mentality of okay, well shit. I'm giving them resources if yeah. I fuck up. And the thing is that the teams are asymmetric. The the police have one point five times the health. Okay. But the uh other team they have less health, but their weapons are stronger. Oh. So when either team starts dipping into each other's weapon pool... You can really drastically it, change the power change structure. The, yeah, exactly. So you don't want to lose for another reason. Oh, wow. And that's I, pretty cool. And the cool thing is, too, like the, uh, the quote-unquote terrorists, if they leave the area, there's actually a UAV that flies around the top of the map, and if it spots them, it'll shoot them. See, and I'd like to see... So the idea is that you don't leave the building. I'd like to see them do... Um, asymmetric sizes like the terrorists have more but the the squads have like you know better gear well that's that's what it is uh the the police forces have like uh like wall charges and night vision yeah. and stuff like that but like the guys who are playing like the 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 bad guys you have like high high velocity sniper rifles you have like shotguns but i like to see more short. of them so that it feels like you're it is i would like to be the squad group Going up against like a building full of people. Oh, sure, fair enough. I mean, that's not really what the game is designed to be, but like, no. it, you get that feeling though. You really do get that feeling. Okay, it's like a five v five match, and they're fast and they're fun. Nice. That's the thing. It's like it is. It has refined I, what Siege is down to. I want to pick up and play a game and have a good time. I kind of want the feel. What I'm saying, but, is it, that, but I want it's the feeling of. Hard. I want the to be the terrorists. The idea is. You just got a radio that said they're they're coming. They're coming. You know, get ready. Yeah. And you don't know where they're going to come from. You don't know what they're going to do. You have to defend something That's for some reason—a a yeah. VIP or some shit like that. It's a bomb, usually. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. A bomb doesn't matter. A thing, a MacGuffin. Yeah. yeah. And that's all you have to do is, or you just have to stay alive. Maybe, maybe you have to be the last one alive. Sure. And the opponent has to. They they get to look at the map. No, they get to split up the party right at the beginning. So, okay, you two are going to breach through that window. You two are going to breach that window. And then we all have to meet in the middle. So, it, it feels like the squad, the police have the advantage. They they start the combat. Okay. Whereas the terrorists are just pure. And they, they don't know what's coming up next. They're the guys with the AK-47s. Like, oh, my God, what you, am I doing? You were literally describing that match. Oh, okay. Well, there, perfect. There's like a, a two-minute point where you're planning and equipping your stuff. When you're planning, you're looking at the map. It's perfect. A, it's a satellite of the map. You just The only thing you don't know... Is, is where they are. Where they are. Perfect, which is exactly what I'm talking about. But you about. know where the bomb is. You know where... Oh, perfect. Like, it's, that's what the game is. Oh, perfect. I, I'll have to check this out. That yeah, sounds awesome. Yeah, it's like 20 bucks. That sounds like my old uh Like I said, it's a, it's a low-poly game. So it, at first glance, you're like, don't take it seriously. But that is the most misleading shit ever. They did that so that they can focus on the mechanics of the game, I'm assuming. Okay. And they did a good job. Good. I'll have to, give, I'll have to take a look at that. You really do. You it really, reminds like, me because I had a time where we, as the police, we cut the power, and I like if I didn't have my night vision goggles with me on that mission, I would not have been able to see shit. That's awesome. Because the thing is though that we purposely did not use our night vision until the last mission, and the last mission we're like night vision boys, 
Yeah. Everyone equips night vision because we you only have enough for one squad like to get the full squad. Yeah. And then one guy who was like, okay, cutting power. And then he did that. All the breach charges went off and we came pouring into the building. They couldn't see shit. That's amazing. I it love it. It was so much fun. That's, was like, that's it, exactly what I want. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah, there's so many things you can do in that game. Cool. I'll have to check it out. Oh, Sweet. and using shotguns to like uh, break open doors and shit like that too. Like shooting the door shooting and the then everyone else running in. Yeah. So that's all that's due process. Due process. Nice. Nice. 100% worth your money. Check it out and on it's not the even, Steam. It's, not even, it's like, it's not finished yet. It's not. But to be honest, it's finished enough. It, you don't need to worry about it being early access. The core mechanic of the game is done. The only thing that and the doing, net code is stable. They're, they're, yeah, and the net code's yeah pretty stable. I've been disconnected once, but okay. whatever. But like, but the thing is that they haven't added like character customization yet. You know, like they're oh, they're adding I don't that stuff. About that. You really don't. Yeah. So like, cool. there's stuff coming, but like as of where where it is now, it's a one thousand percent viable. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, well that's th- it for me. Yeah, I think yeah. that might be it then. So just for people who might have had trouble finding us lately, if still trying to work out whatever issue is going on with uh, Apple. Uh, man, what a shit show that place is, man. Trying to, all, all I did was take down our RSS a few weeks back to try and resubmit with like our updated artwork, yep. which should not be a big deal at all, but apparently it's the biggest deal in the whole fucking history of the world. So sorry if you've been trying to listen to an Apple podcast and we're not there, but guess what? We are literally everywhere else. <laughs> so We're trying. Yeah, we're trying. It's not that I haven't been trying. Tickets are submitted. I've been putting them on blast on Twitter multiple times now, as a matter of fact. I keep going back through the... There's a portal you go to that's abs- That's an, just an absolute shit show for what is probably the largest software maker in the entire world. Like, so it's, I just, an, it's an Apple show? It's it's Yeah, it's an Apple show. It's, <laughs> God, I just... I, I'm just at wit's end with it. Anyway, I did post up for help on a couple of the larger podcast groups on Facebook, just like, guys, I'm at wit's end. I've done everything I can. I get back an automated email every time I submit it. So, so inside iTunes Connect, you put your RSS feed, which is the address of your actual podcast show, mm-hmm. and then it, it does this little thing where it says validating. Once it's validated and it's good to go, you just click submit, and then it should submit for review. Every time I do this, it bounces the review. Oh, It says it's good to submit. I submit it. It bounces it. That's annoying. So, I, I, and it just does it over and over. And of course, the automated email you get back is just there's a technical issue. Review our standards and submit again. Error and it's six, just like five, I've done this seven. 50 fucking times. Error 6582XYZ. Not even that. That would be great. But the thing you're saying right now would be amazing See, because then there might be an answer somewhere. As I tell the financial department and be like, Send me to somebody. I'm just putting them on blast on That's, Twitter until they finally get back to me. Like, don't I don't care about that. I think that what they're going to do is try to blame it on SoundCloud, but. Uh, we had it on iTunes forever, well, off that RSS. Yeah, I, I was listening to it on literally iTunes for a the while. exact same RSS. That explains what happened because it's it. Luckily, I, I recently got Spotify, but um, I was listening to it on iTunes because I found that some other the other place I went to yeah, stopped yeah. updating all that well. Yeah, yeah. And I went to iTunes, found they were it, they were always updated, and then it just stopped. Yeah, things Google. went really bad. What's I didn't weird, know you were doing that. What's weird is I actually have the feed still. Yeah. Like on iTunes, the original RSS, and for whatever reason, it is updated, and it does have the current artwork. So that's but what you can't search for our podcast. Oh, it's unlisted. So that's what's happening. Is it partially took down or? Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it's doing. So that anyway, sucks. anyway, so sorry if you're listening on uh, on, on on Apple Podcasts. Just find us somewhere else, please. Keep listening. Actually, we've had a pretty amazing month of listens. Believe it or not, even even with that issue, Thank so imagine what we'd be yeah. if we'd had iTunes. So. Anyway, that's that. Thank you for listening to Rona Geek Official Podcast, episode 110. So, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you.